Last month during the show openers, our listeners may remember we played a trail etiquette game. This month we have a different game, hiking food. The trail show recently partnered with the D.C.-based polling firm to query 1,230 trail show listeners on their hiking food preferences. We will go around the room to see how well our hiking food tastes match up with our listeners. I will read off two foods and you will tell me which of the two you prefer. If it matches what the majority of our 1,230 listeners said, you will hear a ding. And if it does not match, you will hear a buzzer. All right, we'll go around the room. POD, we'll start with you. Your first two hiking foods, mac and cheese or canora sides? Mac and cheese. Yes! That is correct. Our listeners, uh, 60% of the time, picked mac and cheese over canora sides. I always say Lipton sides, but, Mm -hmm. you know. Survey says? Survey says? Mac and cheese. Okay. D'Lo, regular Snickers or Snickers with almonds? Um, Snickers with almonds. I'm sorry, D'Lo. That was a terrible pick. Um, 75% of our listeners said regular Snickers. Okay. You'll get another shot, though. It just means they have bad taste. It doesn't. Agreed. Okay, Swami. This one was specifically for you. <laughs> Foster's beer or anything but Foster's beer. Your choice. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, you guys have some pretty crappy beers here in the U.S. <laughs> I'll, uh... Three seconds. Okay, anything but Foster's <laughs> That is correct. Our listeners picked anything but Foster's beer as their beer of choice. Okay, Mags, over to you. Pringles or Frito-Lay potato chips? Oh, Pringles. That is correct. They went 55% of the time Pringles over Frito-Lay. When you say potato chips, though... You mean Lay's. Yeah, because Fritos are something different. Fritos are... But Frito-Lay is the company. Frito-Lay is the company, so Frito-Lay potato chips imply Lay's. Although they might have other brands of potato chips. D'Lo? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Moving on to POD. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers or Gummy Bears? Gummy Bears. That is correct. Of course. 63% of our listeners said Gummy Bears over Jolly Ranchers. Well, the other 47 should be shot. <laughs> That's, uh, you might want to do your math again. Anyway, D'Lo. <laughs> Fritos or Cheetos? Cheetos. I'm sorry, D'Lo. You are two for two. You're just really screwing this thing up, man. Yeah, no? I, I know. You know what? He, he I, just, I, knew the, I knew the correct answer was Fritos. Okay. Did. Very good. Swami, back over to you. Couscous or ramen noodles? Couscous. That is correct. They went, now this was close, 51% of the time they went for couscous over ramen noodles. So, What's the statistical margin of error in our study, Disco? Uh, plus or minus 3%. So, Ooh, yeah. Okay. It's a coin toss. And Mags, final one over to you, sir. Beef jerky or Slim Jims? Beef jerky. That is correct. Now, oddly enough, I hope everyone noticed here, everyone got all their questions correct, <laughs> except for our good friend Mike DiLorenzo there. DiLo, you just... Really, can I, can I get another wrong. shot? Can I get you're another wrong. You can't get another shot. One more question. Just let me see if I can, you know, okay. redeem myself. Well, we'll give you one that we've already asked someone and see if, if okay. you can get the same. Okay. Sounds Fo- good. This is what I do with my students. Fo- Foster's beer or anything but Foster's beer. I'm going to have to go with Foster's beer. 
<laughs> Dilo, I'm what? sorry, you're wrong again. Did you already answer that, Swami? No, no, I hadn't heard it before. Huh. No. All right, let's start the damn show. <laughs> Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Que no parece fiesta. It's the Trail Show. My God, Paulie. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike D'Lo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Paul Mags Magnanti. He's a fraud. And now, from D'Lo's basement, it's the Trail Show. Aw, uh, yeah, we are live from the Bobby Walters Coliseum at our Denver Megaplex Studios in a delightful suburb of the Mile High City. You are listening to The Trail Show. We are heard worldwide on iTunes, Stitcher, and in your earbuds. It is Saturday, October 18th, and we're glad to have you along with us today. If your hiking buddies still don't know how to listen to our podcast, you must grab their hand, look them dead in the eye, and say, Dear God, man! What is your major malfunction? Please stop everything and go to thetrailshow.com and click the play arrow. This month's show is sponsored by the Boulder Brew Hike. Coming up on Saturday, October 25th at 1 p.m. is the Boulder Brew Hike. All of us here at the Trail Show will be heading out for a seven-mile brew hike in scenic Boulder, Colorado. And you are cordially invited to hike along with us. We will be on foot and plan to hike to seven breweries along the Boulder Brew Hike. The hike will get started at Avery Brewing Company at 1 o'clock sharp. More details on the Boulder Brew Hike can be found at facebook.com slash the trail show. We will see you there. Um, can, I, can I just ask Please, one D-Lo, go point, ahead. Of, point of confer- clarification on the start time of the Boulder Brew Hike? Okay. 1 p.m. sharp. Does that imply that we start drinking at 1 p.m. or yes. we leave there at 1 p.m.? You need to be at Avery Brewing Company at 1 p.m. That's what it implies. And what happens at 1 p.m.? We you walk away? You will see when you get there at 1. Yeah. Do we walk away or do we have our first? There'll you have be... your first official pint. That's okay. correct. Or taster. Or taster. Okay. Put mags, please. <laughs> Tasters? Yeah. There's seven breweries and a meadery. For those of us that are going to stay for the whole hike, it's not advantageous to have a pint at every. Hey, you guys are still in Max's thunder. He's going to talk all about okay. the oh, brew okay. hike. Sorry. Oh. Let's well, go, let's I steal my own thunder, so it's okay. All yeah. right. P.O.D., what did we say about getting sidetracked? Mm-hmm. If you want to advertise on The Trail Show, send an email to sales at thetrailshow.com and our crack sales team will give you some lovely information. Crack sales? What? Ladies and gentlemen, he was taping a special across the hall. In studio this month, we have the most accomplished long-distance hiker on the planet with over 50,000 miles under his belt, Cam Swami Honan. Cam, thanks for being on the show today. This guy, good to be here. What what was the special, by the way? Was it the the dentistry thing that was across the street? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, I had to get another tooth pulled. And, uh, okay. um, <laughs> literally five minutes ago. So uh, awesome. wow. So if I sound yeah a little bit uh, well, is that what the accent is? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he actually he's got a completely normal American accent, but with the yeah, tooth yeah. out, it's this Australian thing. It's, it's awesome. Exactly. You'd think it'd just be numb, but no, no, it just comes out an American accent. Well, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I heard him before the tooth was extracted. He sounds like Tom Brokaw. It's amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> oh boy. All right, Mags. Let's set the table. A little bit less gray hair, mate. Welcome. <laughs> what What are we going to be uh, serving up today on the we're, trail? We're going to be serving up well, bears, trails, and nonsense, of course. Of course. But Within that, um, we're going to be doing trail news. 
We're going to be discussing the uh, long-awaited Pacific Northwest Trail. Ooh. We've yes. had a lot of requests for that. A little more info about the Boulder Brew Hike. Our uh, top five iTunes. We have Squatch with Tales from the Trail. He just finished the AT, so that, that should be pre- wow. pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, we're gonna Before have... D'Lo finished Wild. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I got a couple pages left. Just a couple. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there, D'Lo. He, he's like it's the Heakin, you know, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's at the bakery. <laughs> there you go. Um, we're going to do some outdoor trips quickly. We have a trail tip, Throw to Swami. Ooh, I can't wait to hear that one. Oh, yeah. I should probably tell Swami he's doing the trail tip. But yeah, I, we'll get to that in a bit. We have some uh, really <laughs> great things in our mailbag this month. Our usual shout-outs to our great listeners. Uh, we're going to be discussing a race to the South Pole and our bear Ooh. of the month. Um, some questions from various hikers. Now, will that be black bear, polar bear? Like, what, what bear Kodiak. of the month? Are, Kodiak. What, what bear of the month are we covering now? Florida De- black bear. Dehydrated. Be Florida, yeah. oh, dehydrated. Okay. Dehydrated bears. Yes, okay. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, you know, we have our quick gear review at the end of the show. Sweet. Oh, nice. Very good. All right. Well, with that, <laughs> would you like? time for... Mike Okay. I so. think we just blew Swami's mind. He, yes. he, he just went to a different place. It, was it looked like an LSD flashback, but what do I know? Oh, those were actually LSD tamales. <laughs> Special ingredient. It all comes back to that dodgy dentist across the hall. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, this month's beer is compliments of listener Buddy Sesums. Buddy. Buddy Sesums. Was in touch with me months ago about sending beer and, yes. And, and Buddy had a friend actually come over and deliver the beer. Wow. That was a different beer. No, no, no. Buddy also had a friend come over and deliver the beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Buddy. What did you, so what did Buddy's friend deliver? Uh, Buddy's friend delivered uh, Florida Beer Company uh, beer two times. Florida Beer Company and Cigar City Brewing. Florida Beer Company is out of Cape Canaveral, and he sent us Gasper's Port Porter, mm-hmm. Swamp Ape IPA, uh, Cranktoberfest, and Devil's Triangle IPA. Okay, okay, great names. Great and, and that was names. so that was Florida Beer Company. That's correct. And Florida Beer Company, I looked them up. They're actually a kind of a collaboration of five different breweries, oh. and they're in the Chrysler Space Operations Plant, as they should plant. be. Yes. And they produce about 28 different beers. So mm. And space them. shuttles. FloridaBeer.com. Yeah. So you can make the joke when people say, making this, is it rocket science? They could say, yes, yes it, it is. is. Okay. Oh, and boy. then <laughs> Buddy's friend also uh, gave us some beer from Cigar City Brewing Company out of Tampa. And that was the one I think he was most excited about. And we have Florida Cracker Belgian White, uh, Tokobaga <laughs> Red Ale. Uh, Hotter Than Hell's Lager, Oktoberfest, and Maduco Brown Ale. Hmm. And Ma- I would Wait a minute. What was the last one? Maduco. Maduco Brown? Maduco Brown. <laughs> I think he's a, um, a reggae artist. A I, I don't, don't know, know Maduco Brown. Yeah, me no. neither, but I, I think anyway, I've heard him before. I looked at their... Yep, uh, late 80s out of Kingston. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kingston. The yards. He's in the yards I, I looked at their uh, website, cigarcitybrewing.com. Yeah. And... Uh, They've got it all going on. They got merchandise, tap rooms, events. They got a beer truck. So go check them out. And if you are in the area, go check them out. So 
Um, All right, now what are we drinking at this very moment? Now you poured some beers earlier. I don't even know what I have. Swami and I are having the hotter than hell's lager. Yeah, what happened to my Fosters, guys? Seriously? <laughs> oh, it's in the bottom and, uh, of the cooler. Yeah. Okay. No, no, and no, I no, liked no. it. It's quite crisp and refreshing. I thought the answer was anything but Fosters. Yes. <laughs> you uh, and Dilo are drinking the... The brown. The, the Swamp Ape. Swamp S. IPA. Okay. You switch. And Mags is drinking the brown. I am. The Maduco Brown. Which so, is really delicious. But anyway, so... P.O.D. we're drinking... Or no, Dilo. I looked at you and I... We're drinking Swamp Ass. Swamp Ape. Swamp... Swamp S- ape. ape. Swass. Okay. Swape. IPA. Hotter, hotter than hell's. Hotter so, than hell's okay. lager. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's, it's good. good. It's a good IPA. So uh, thank you, Buddy Sessoms. He sent us quite That's a fantastic. nice selection. Thanks thank for the you, thought. Thank you, Buddy. But yes. thanks for all this. It's incredible. It's really so good. thank so you, really Buddy Sessoms. Okay, very good. And with all the news that's fit to be heard, Mr. Paul Mags Mignotti. Mags, take it away. All right. So, Disco, I want you to brace yourself. Don't shut down the show. Should I get my um, board ready here? I I think you might have to. So, basically, our good friends Trauma and Pepper, they're doing a ski traverse of the Pacific Crest Trail. Is that okay? They're going to start October 20th, Mexican border. And they hope to hit the high Sierra just before Christmas where they'll switch the skis. Ah, Mags, there's been some breaking news, mate. They're actually going southbound now. They are. They are. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's good. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now from Swami, breaking news. Apparently, they've switched directions. They have. They I have. just got Last this. Sw- Mags, what can I tell you? I got the email from Trauma just the other day, and they've switched <sighs> directions. They're going south. Oh, wow. See, yeah, yeah. there you go. So this information <laughs> I found from Pepper's website, pfft. Yeah, it's it's obsolete. It's out of date. Well, thanks to our embedded reporter, Swami. Yeah, Swami. No problems at all, Paul. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what else, Meg? So this is really cool. The San Gabes, they are now a national monument. Wow. Really? Yep. 300-some-odd thousand acres um, are now considered a national monument. A good chunk of Pacific Crest Trail, of course, goes through there. So a lot more protection versus just being wilderness area, what have you. And as long as it doesn't become a national park, it won't turn into a zoo. Exactly. You know, Coke <laughs> machines, little passports, and yeah. you know, little pikas you can buy in the gift shop. <laughs> Stuffed pikas. That's right. I have one of those. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. The kids love it. Um, national, speaking of national parks, park fees are going up. Um, no. Yeah, I, that's it. My through hike's over. That's, that's it. it. And I'm off the trail. 131 of the 401 public properties it manages. Uh, just a quick example: Rocky Mountain, not too far from us, twenty to thirty dollars. What was it? Increase? Previously? It was oh. twenty. It's going to thirty. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. Just come on. Yeah. Come on. Forget about it. So you heard of FKTs? There's YKTs. <laughs> What's YKT? Youngest known time. Wow. Oh God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Chipmunk. AK. Never warned. 15. Youngest solo through hiker to complete the Appalachian Trail. Chipmunk? Solo? 15? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is well, that a, a guy or a girl? A girl. Hmm. She gave a TED Talk. You can find it online. Oh, God. No, I've you. never heard it, but there it is if you want to look at it. I was listening to that last night. It was very inspirational. Was it? Yeah. It, did, it, was. it, help, did it help you finish wild? 
it kind of inspired me to maybe finish the last three pages of Wild. Yeah, you, you know, you cannot finish this book. We got to keep this yeah, going. It, it, All right. Well, I'll, you know, the bit's over if you finish the book. One word a night, and I'll probably be able to do this. You have for to a ration. Years. You're like a yeah. man going through the desert. Just ration it. You're like that listener of ours who listens to five minutes of each show per day, yeah. so that they can string it out over. Hey, if it's okay with you, month. could I could I restart the um, franchise bit? No, no, the franchise <laughs> bit's done. No. Max, please. All right, I'll last item. This one's uh, very sad. How about the Himalayan avalanche? Yes. Oh, yes. As of this morning, at least 20 trekkers died. And what made this so unusual but is... But no Americans, so it's cool. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, just beauty. kidding. Come on. Beauty, way too just soon. Just kidding. Whoa. Wait, wait. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just kidding, people. I know you're kidding. Well, she is the princess of That's Doctrine. That's what Dick Cheney's wife said on, so the, on the, uh, the email is John Stewart show. P- P.O.D. at thetrailshow.com. You can send all hate mail to her That's directly. Right. Thank you, Max. But what makes this uh, really unusual is trekkers. You usually hear about a climbing accident yeah. like last year with the avalanche. Yeah. Uh, it was just a freak, apparently caused by a cyclone. Hud Hud <laughs> is the name of the cyclone. And it just caused this weather pattern. just dumped an amazing amount of snow. It was on the Annapurna circuit, wasn't yes, it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Yeah. And that was my next thing. So a very well-known trekking route. And to have this many trekkers die at once, it's never been heard of before. So Are usually, there avalanches on this route? Not this no. time of the year. No. Usually, this gotcha. is made. This is a travel route. Yeah, this is the dry. This is like before the monsoon season, and right? it's not so. technical at that. I mean, these yeah. originally were just trading routes, and now, and to get a little controversial politics here, some people saying climate change, etc., mm. may be causing this. Yeah. Yes, sir. Swami, have you hiked the Annapurna Circuit? I have hiked the Annapurna Circuit. Yes. Could you, in maybe twenty seconds, tell us how long it is? Like what you know. I, I don't know much about it, it, except that it's popular. It's definitely, I'd say it's the most popular uh, long-distance track in Nepal. Uh, okay. I combined it with uh, with another track uh, called the Annapurna Sanctuary. And um, the thing with the Annapurna Circuit, stunning, stunning track. But um, over the last probably two decades or so, yeah. there's been a lot more dirt roads built. Um, oh. And, uh, oh, really? So, I mean, there's still alternates you can take in certain areas so you can get off those dirt roads. But... Um, yeah, as it's become more popular, it, it really is a double-edged sword because on the one hand, you know, the region sort of, at least to some extent, their economy sort of relies on, on, on you know, tourists, tracking tourists coming in. But, you know, on the other hand, the more they've built these dirt, ra- dirt roads, yeah. um, it just makes it, uh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers of how many people are doing it now as opposed to before. But uh, oh, it's busy. Yeah, you, I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't think that people would want to go there as much if they knew sure. that so much of it was going to be on dirt roads. But, okay. Uh, well, in the news article, 100 tourists were crossing the pass at the time. It's uh, like, is throwing lap pass? Yes. 100? So, That's and incredible. That gives you – we complain about the amount of people in the Appalachian Trail. I mean, this is just yeah. – well, there you go. Wow. Jeez, yeah. man. That that's I mean, puts it in a nutshell how many people apparently use this. Yeah. Well, there's there's little villages the whole way around and, uh, yeah, and lots of these tea houses where you can stay at. So you never actually have to carry more than, say, a sleeping bag and maybe even food for half a day or a day. So That's um, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I had two little quick things to kind of bookend onto your trail news, Mr. Mags. In case anyone hasn't heard yet, I did – an interview with Pox Holiday of the Pox and Puss podcast. Woo! And it's show number 44. It's available now for download on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else you get your podcasts. So check that out. We, we, get, we geek out a bit on podcasting and on both their show and our show. So I think folks that dig the trail show will 
we'll get into the Pox and Puss podcast episode number 44. And my second item is something that I, we need to talk to Mr. DiLorenzo about. All eyes on me. So D'Lo, which I just figured out last month, Changed his trailshow.com oh, yeah. email address. So annoying. No, there's a dash in it. Yeah, you there was never it. a dash, man. You changed it. So, dude, that's my name is D L O W. Yeah, but that's what's intuitive. intuitive. Come on, man. So trying to type D- it What's your L O W? No, what's you know your Twitter what? handle? Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I can set up D L O W with it. was already set up. It, that's what it's it was. Fine. Man. Don't worry about it. Well, okay, I'll get so them both working. I didn't realize that this was trail news of the month. No, I just want all our listeners to know. That if they need to contact D-Lo, it's actually D-L-O-W at thetrailshow.com. We'll, we'll, get, well, uh, we'll reinstate the old one as well just to appease our angry listeners. No problems. <laughs> Did you say appease our angry li- listeners? Appease uh, our angry listeners, yeah. I what think about the corn? D-Lo, or, I mean, Disco has gotten a lot, of, a lot of hate mail, I think, about this. I did. I got a lot of hate mail. All right. Mr. Mags. That's all the news. That's fit Sweet. to be heard. Very good. So moving on to Trail of the Month, the, the Pacific Northwest Trail. Wait, D-Lo? I thought we were going to talk about the Annapurna Circuit. No. No, no, no. That's not, that was a little side trip. That man. wasn't the Trail of the Month? That was oh. not the Trail of the Month. Oh, cool. We're going to talk. We're really going to talk about the Trail of the Month then. That's correct. Really, I thought that truly. was it. And we brought in a, a hiking expert who has through-hiked the Pacific Northwest Trail from uh, east to west or west to east. Which West to east. West to east. Ah, I, I knew I'd nice. screw that up. But Mags, do you wanna do you wanna take this one away? Well, I was just saying a little background. We've been having a lot of listeners requesting this over the past two years. So we heard Swami's in town, like, oh, cool! Not only can we have a guest, we can have someone's actually done the PNT. So thank you for coming and discussing this trail. You're very welcome. Um, I guess we'll just start with the basics, as we're saying. How long? Well, give a brief synopsis of what the PNT is, like where it goes from and to, how many miles, some of the scenic highlights, that type of thing. Yeah, it runs about uh, almost 1,200 miles from uh, the Olympic Coast in Washington through to uh, Glacier National Park in Montana. CDT terminus, correct? Exactly. Well, actually, I think the originally the terminus was at, uh, at Goat Haunt, you know, uh, oh, okay. water to yeah. make. But now, like, I'm not sure, maybe they've, they've got it at Chief Mountain. You go actually past there. And really? Oh, okay. But, okay. Uh, look, I'm not 100% I, I actually finished my P&T hike at Waterton Lake, and then I sort of continued north up on the uh, Great Divide Trail. Very cool. That's Max, that's on your bucket list, isn't it? Oh, yes. This work thing just gets in the way. <laughs> it all, yeah, it has a way of doing that. <laughs> Last night, too, but anyway. <laughs> so you said about 1,200 miles? Yeah. Okay. And what states? It's, uh, it goes Washington. through Washington, Idaho, and Montana. Okay, three states. Yeah. What are some of the major ranges it goes through? Okay, uh, okay once again, going from west to east, uh, you've got the Olympics. You've got the Mount Baker area, the Cascades, uh, the Selkirks in Idaho. It's a beautiful range, which you don't really hear that many people talking about. And then you sort of finish up in uh, yeah, Glacier National Park. What's the, uh, what's the situation like on the east side of the Cascades in Washington? It's, God, <laughs> it's God's country, it right? God's country. Didn't, didn't some guy tell you you're about to walk into God's country on the PNT? He did. He did. This grizzled old rancher, uh, he um, weather-beaten, grizzled. He came up to me one day. And sort of queried whether I knew what it, where I was going, <laughs> and uh, I said to him, "Yeah, you know, I've got some maps. I've got a fair old idea." And he looked at me and he said, uh, "You're going to God's country." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, it's, it's pretty nice, is it?" <laughs> he said, "God's country." 
I said, all right, well, geez, I'll look forward to it. <laughs> and uh, so I kid you not, like 10 minutes down the road, <laughs> I start passing all these broken down, dilapidated cars, <laughs> about 20 of them. And then just a sea of cow and horse poo and like despoiled springs and every sort of no trespassing sign you can imagine. And the whole time I was thinking to myself, geez, number one, this ranch has got to get out more. <laughs> and, uh, and number two, if this really is God's country, then atheism is beginning to look pretty good right now. <laughs> So that, oh, that actually that brings up some points. Um, walking through God's country there. Yeah. That's, oh, by the way, that's the Clackamas Mountains. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Roadwalks. Yeah, so really look out for that, um, people who are hiking the P&T. Fantastic section. <laughs> What's the roadwalk situation like? That's the negative of the P&T. Yeah. Talk uh, about it. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, let's hear about look, this. I mean, How many hundreds of miles on paved roads? Oh, I wouldn't say there were hundreds of miles. There's quite a lot on dirt roads as uh-huh. well. Uh, but there are some... Some lengthy stretches on paved roads, and and look, the the PNT really goes through some spectacular areas. Those places I mentioned, the the the, the Olympics, the Cascades, Mount Baker, Selkirk's Glacier, all stunning places. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the negative is is just some of those connector sections, yeah, along. Um, yeah, paved and dirt roads. So just knowing that geography, I would think the biggest connector section would be eastern Washington. There are some parts of, you're right, yeah. parts of eastern Washington. Because I suspect once you get into Idaho, it's all mountains. Yeah, I mean, the stretch for Idaho is actually quite short. Oh, but there's and, a stretch um, of Idaho that is not mountainous, to, you know, the Boise Valley area. Is that, yeah, I, you I, go through that I area? I think it might be, it, it actually, the, the P&T stays quite close to the border mm-hmm. uh, the whole time. And um, Oh, really? Yeah, it actually is, It, it yeah, it really parallels... Um, the, the US-Canadian border the whole time. So you actually run into uh, some of these border patrol people along the way. Well, I ran into probably about four or five of them. Huh. And, uh, yeah, interesting fellows. Yeah. yeah. In, in what way are they interesting? <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I've heard stor- <laughs> funny stories okay. about hikers well, uh, on the trail, the border uh, officials. Yes, the, uh, at least the ones I, made, uh, I ran into were, were riding horses. And, uh, really? Hmm. Yeah, and I met these guys and... Um, this was after there'd been a pretty dodgy stretch of weather and they're riding along and they sort of looked because this was 2011 and it was quite a big snow year in, in pretty much all through the Olympics, the Cascades, the Glacier as well. And uh, they, they were surprised to see a hiker out, you know, and I don't yeah. think that many people do the PNT anyway. But um, anyway, we started to started chatting and they were pretty laid back sort of guys. And uh, I sort of said to them, I mean, yeah, you guys, here you are. Like they told me they'd been fishing and camping out and stuff like that. Again, out of our tax patrol. dollars. Great. Exactly. And I said, geez, you guys have it pretty. I mean, you guys haven't had anything to do up here since Prohibition finished, don't no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you? Know, like 80 years ago or something. And they said, oh, well, you know, I mean, in order to get the job up on the, uh, the US Canadian border, they first had to do their time on the southern border with Mexico. Oh. So, yeah, it's not like they get the cushy job riding uh, horses. Oh, yeah, that. okay. Okay. So we're talking about 1,200 miles. How. I'll just say this. How long did you take to hike it? And then how long does a normal person take to hike it? not normal. Jeez, I think I took... Uh, uh, well, like two weeks? Two, <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on. Like it might have been 15, 16 days. Oh. Sure. <laughs> oh no, no, no. no. It was, it was, uh, I can't remember. 45, 46 days, I think. Okay. Uh, so. There was a lot of snow. The year I did it, when I went through the Olympics, it was, uh, I started so it on July 2nd. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say because that's yeah. that's not a respectable time. Yeah, six know, weeks, man. Yeah. Come on, no, 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 no 40, 45 days, forty-five days, 45 days. Yeah, okay, like forty-six days. Uh, but yeah, all the Olympics were snowbound. Mount Baker, you guys saw those photos last yeah. night at yeah. the talk. Uh, all through the Cascades, it's just snow. Once I got into Eastern Washington, 
Nothing. But, God's uh, country. Yeah. Exactly. Once it got into God's country, yeah, yeah no snow. It started <laughs> taking care of you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then you could just speed all up. Yep. And we should mention last night, PUD and I went to Golden, Colorado. Also, some people call it God's country. And um, <laughs> we saw Swami give a presentation on his 12 long walks, which the PNT was actually the first of the 12. Exactly. This yeah. was kind of your, um, I guess, the, the trail to sort of break you into the, the, the other 11 hikes that you did on. That was on, the warm up hike. That's the warm up yeah, hike. The 1200 <laughs> warm up hike. That's right. The it, approach trail. The approach yeah. trail. Yeah. 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 It felt like it was going to Springer the whole time. <laughs> it, it, and so we did get to see some of the photos. And when yeah. you say the first part of your hike was snowbound, that's completely accurate. I couldn't yeah. believe how much snow yeah. you were walking through. Well, that was early July. And because it had been wow. such a big uh, uh, winter snow, but also an unusual cool spring a lot of the in the high divide area of the um the olympic mountains the seven lakes basin the lakes were still frozen in the start of july wow. and they were just starting to melt out okay so, i mean yeah it uh a lot were, of were you post-holing in that snow, or was it still frozen? Like um, there wasn't as much post-holing as, say, you know, parts of the PCT right, you know, right. when, when you're going through. But uh, there were parts well, that's where probably lots of sun cups, though. Yeah, uh, Ooh, as it sort of started, yeah, as it started to melt out, the big thing was some of the river fords, and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, the, with the snow melt, the water levels were rising, and uh, so that was yeah some of the challenging parts of the sure the first section. Yeah. Well, what else should we cover with the PNT? I mean, there's well, a lot to talk about. Well, one of my questions I'd like to ask is if you had a typical vacation hike, say a week, what would you recommend as a stretch for our listeners? A one-week stretch of trail. You know, roughly, you know, 15. Eastern Washington, maybe. Yeah, God's country. I, I yeah. think it's got to be the Clackamas, really, <laughs> Eastern Washington. <laughs> yeah, a bit, but look, if you can't make it out there, uh, alternatively, you know, Glacier's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Glacier National Park is stunning. Uh, yeah, and particularly actually going in via the west-hand side, uh, west-hand part of Glacier, you go via this place called Pol- Polbridge Mercantile, which uh, is one of the best bakeries I think I've visited in the States. It's almost up to Sahican standard. Really? And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. In, uh, and uh, But you can see... You know the 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 um the western side of of uh, Glacier National Park from there, and it's just an awesome last stop before before you actually get into Glacier itself. Then the Selkirks also that's a it's a gorgeous stretch, and I mean really the Olympics as well. Just yeah. the contrast in the Olympic Peninsula is just a beautiful coastal uh, coastal stretch, and then the Olympic Mountains as well. So okay, yeah. any of those? Yeah, the Olympics I've heard you can't really go wrong, yeah. but you will get wet. <laughs> It's a, it's a little bit right? dampish, yeah. Yeah, a little, little damp out there. Yeah. So if our listeners want more information about Pacific Northwest Trail, where should they go? Uh, I had a map set by a guy by the name of Lee Brandfors. Okay. Uh, he's a, um, a very knowledgeable hiker. He works as a park ranger in, in the Grand Canyon, or last I heard from him. And uh, he sent me through a map set, which really was of similar quality what, uh, to what you see with Half Mile on the PCT or Brett sure. Tucker on the Grand Enchantment Trail. Just a fantastic map set. The guidebook uh, was by a guy called Ron Strickland. Now, yeah. I'm not 100% sure whether, whether it's been updated, but it was written like in 2000 or 2001. Wow. And, okay. Uh, so it is you know, 13, 14 years old now. And 
the maps in that they're all black and white and uh, yeah i mean you, you probably want to if you can get a hold of a, a better map suit if possible okay and yeah and folks can always go to pnt.org which is the pacific northwest oh, trail okay. association well, <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and this but, is good to know the map information but though. i'll ping yeah. i'll ping sure. ron and see if he's updated yeah. the book and see what yeah, the I'm status not, I'm not is really sure. i haven't checked for the last three years so, okay so, uh, and also our good friend buck 30 he um he hiked the Pacific Northwest Trail a couple years back, and he put up a whole um, kind of a planning guide of sorts on okay. Post Holer, and I'll, I'll post a link to that on the Trail Show okay, Facebook great. page. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Anything else? I was going to say, Buck 30 it was who I was thinking of. I hear funny uh, Border Patrol stories where he, he was hiking all day. I wish he was here to tell the story. And finally, the Border Patrol caught up with him all out of breath because they were hiking. We've been chase, chasing you all day. <laughs> <laughs> they probably lost that. They lost chase, their horses. Yeah. They lost their horses. That's why. Maybe because of him, they use horses now. Exactly. Well, it could be. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. There's actually there's, there's a few interesting places along the way. There's this one place called, I think it's Chopaka Lake or Chocapa Lake. And it was a, this lake where. Uh, one of the uh, one of the famous Bigfoot videos was filmed back in 1996 on Memorial oh. Day. Really? Yeah, yeah. You go past, like, literally right past this lake, and uh, I actually ran into three or four true believers <laughs> during that hike. Um, big belie- uh, believers in, in Bigfoot, and um, yeah, and they were telling me that that's where this Memorial huh. Day video from 1996 was filmed. We'll have that squatch about that. Uh, yeah, we will. Yeah, and I tell you what, that's a good segue. Let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to be Skyping in with Squatch and find out what he's been up to. And we'll get into Boulder Brew Hike, iTunes Top 5, and everything else when we get back. Brew, the trail show is back. All right, Mr. Mags, let's give a few more deets on the Boulder Brew hike. Uh, we have a nice post on our Facebook page. We'll repost lots of details people should check out. But we're doing seven miles roughly. We're starting at Avery's and ending at Avery's, and we'll be meeting for one o'clock. Uh, there'll be seven breweries and one meadery to cleanse the palate. Ooh. We don't recommend it, but we're going by three distilleries as well, right on the route. Yeah, we, it's it's not a trail show recommended um, we, we side don't, trip. Legal strongly recommend stopping at the distilleries on the way. <laughs> and so it's seven miles total, right? Yes. Roughly, yes, give or take. If you do the side trips, it could add on some mileage, right? That's right. It could most definitely. Now, what's the total elevation gain? I'm going to guess 200 feet. <laughs> Okay, so, well, it also probably depends on um, how much you drink. You might feel a little... You know, our route does go not too far from the Boulder County Sheriff's Office, so if you have too much to drink and need to sober up a bit, stop on by. (laughs) There might be a few dispensaries. Are there dispensaries on the route, Max? There's one right next to Brew. (laughs) So if you... D'Lo, do you do you have anything you'd like to add about the yeah, dispensary? Yeah, D'Lo's our in-house expert for this. Uh, no, I'm actually not too familiar with all of the dispensaries on the route. Okay, very good. But if we do see one, we can visit it. Yeah, as a, tra- as a trail show nation. <laughs> That's right. And it's so funny. This one little plaza has brew, which is the brewery. It has a dispensary. Yeah. It also has a subway. So, you know, all you oh, need. Yes, oh, man, this course. is it. You it's, want subway after coming with this. If it had a laundromat and internet, uh, it'd be the perfect hiker stop. I need some tuna. <laughs> Get to the sandwich. 
<laughs> you know, there used to be a dry cleaner. Oh, those still cookies there. they sell. There's all you can eat Indian food too, right? There, oh, there you yeah. go. Right, yeah. right below the dispens- uh, above the dispensary, right? Nice, so, so fantastic. The, the it's brew a great hike. little plaza. It's a w- it's a week from today, people. Yeah. Next Saturday, you need to start working Saturday, out, doing Saturday, your mental visualizations, Saturday. your preparations, because uh, it's a week from today. Matter of fact, at this very moment, one week from right now, we'll we're going to be on trail. Drunk. <laughs> One of the brewers we're going on to, Jay Wells, he's very, if you go to his webpage, it's pretty interesting. He's very proud. It's essentially garage-sized brewery, and Scooby can tell us more about it. He has no money from investors. I think his mother gave him some money to help him out, and that's it. Yeah, there nice. it is. It's a very, it's a one step above some guy in his garage. And that's I, how I, once, I once rolled into Jay Wells at 5.30 on a Friday night with a couple growlers <laughs> and tried to talk to Jamie Wells himself and say, hey, Jamie, I'm from the trail show. Can you fill these growlers up for me for free? And, and, he, just, and, and he didn't even have time to like look at me. This is all you heard. Yeah, exactly. No, actually, what I heard was, <laughs> there was just thousands. There was must have been like a hundred people in there. There wasn't a hundred people. There was probably fifty. People it's a in there. it's a very small. It was brewery. very popular on a Friday night. It's, wow. it's, it make, yeah. They make some good beer. All the places we're going to are really good. So awesome. All right, so it's the brew hike, the Boulder Brew Hike, October twenty fifth, Saturday. The kickoff is at one p.m. at Avery Brewing Company. Show wait, up wait, at what 1 p.m. sharp. 1 PM? Do we leave the parking lot or You'll do we start the first drink? Mags already said Avery. we hoist a pint. We ho- hoist a pint. Okay. Or, or tasters, depending on Or tasters. Or, and, or a glass of water. Uh, you know, that brings up a good question. Last time people were asking about food on the last brew hike. Oh, yeah. Um, most of the places have restaurants or food trucks. So Sweet. plenty of But you there. should eat before you show up. Just as a matter of, of, of principle. good principle and, and good brew hike standard. Avery's has actually some pretty decent bar and grill food if you want to grab a bite to eat before meeting us. There you go. All right, and with that, it's time for a little iTunes Top 5. Here on the Trail Show every month, we read five iTunes reviews in order of least recent to most recent. Okay. SF Matt says, Sponge and Pin Reviews, five stars. Seriously, I don't need another gear review for tents, shoes, or titanium sporks. Those folks review the stuff that really matters. They also yammer on and on about all things <laughs> long, long distance hiking and beer, and I love it. Don't change a thing, but thanks for backing off on the sound effects. Yeah. Long time listener, first time reviewer. I'm all caught up in listening to episode number 25 right now. I also splurged for all three bonus shows, which I really enjoyed. A bonus nice. show, Triple Crowner. Yeah. Yes. Looking forward to more. Okay. Um, number two, I only went out for a walk, says half of a half, five stars. In the proud tradition of half services, the trail show bestowed a fine review of the Pacific Crest Trail a, pu- a couple months back with special guest Markham. It would have been nice if Markham had hiked the complete PCT, but (laughs) but but if it's half good enough for Bill Bryson and Cheryl Strait, it's half good enough (laughs) for me. There you go. There you go. Isn't that the truth right there? You guys and girl are awesome. Okay, our our good friend Trevor Homework McKee says five stars. Love this podcast. Current PCT through hiker here. I look forward to the trail show every month, and have finally finished listening to all of the archived episodes. Tough, the tough trail work. show. The trail show is a great background podcast. While you crush some big miles, and has left me laughing out loud countless times. As a home brewer and someone who falls asleep during gear talk, their less gear, more beer attitude works. Disco. Yep. Full disclosure: We need to be cl- uh, come clear with our listeners. Homework is on the trail show payroll. 
He is on the trail show, and he may have even been paid for this review, but we can't say. We can neither confirm nor deny. He but goes we on. Can, hold we on, hold can on. say. There's a trail show payroll? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and oddly enough, Swami, I'm still waiting to get a check. <laughs> but homework is getting paid. Homework is getting paid for the, his okay. on-site reporting. Money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, big money. We call it our slush fund, actually. Yeah. I see, yeah. I see. So I've home- got some tamales in the freezer for Ah, oh, the tamale slush fund. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homework goes on to say, I really enjoy how they showcase a different trail every month and it's been fun watching the production polish off over time they bring in fun guests is that polish off or polish up or he wrote polish you interpret that off. however you want yeah okay. polish yeah. off yeah. It's probably yeah. a different yeah. meaning in it might be in australia <laughs> <laughs> he says they they bring in they bring in fun this is guests a, a g-rated show right that's correct yeah. tell good stories and report the latest trail news Thanks, Trail Show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Homework. Thank you, Homework. And by the way, yes. Homework just finished his PCT through hike. Oh, so congrats. congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, and he gave us some really good audio. Yeah, he did. Uh, okay, number four here we got Andy R354 says, five stars, my favorite gear talk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to TTS while hiking Colorado 14ers. Priceless. Oh, oh, isn't nice. that sweet? Thank you, Andy R three five four. Andy, let me know if you're single. I have a friend who's trying to do the fourteeners. Oh, there you go, Andy. Shoot uh, uh, pod at uh, pod at the trail show, and also if you have any, um, well, you made a derogatory remark earlier that pissed yes. some people off. Yeah, you can send her email there too. Okay, and last but not, not least, hateful. what's this <laughs> walking difference. all about? Says five stars. Makes me want to get on the trail. <gasps> get on the trail. A lot of fun. It's like being out with a group of friends after you have all settled into the routine of the trip. You know how it just starts to get off the rails. <laughs> this podcast is that fun. Sometimes laughing through the pain, but always having type one fun. Thanks for the show. Only thing that would make it better is if to find a way to share the beer. Oh, oh yeah. I don't think that's possible. What's this walking all about? But who knows? It's a very nice sentiment, though. Very good. Okay. Very nice. Well, well, with that, let's try to Skype our good friend Squatch. Scott Harriet, aka Squatch. So he's done listening to Barry White. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if he answers his phone. He, apparently, he just finished the AT. He's got some stories. I don't know. He's kind of unreliable. We might even play Squire. a prank on him. <laughs> Calling Squatch. Third ring coming up. He usually answers on the third ring. Oh. He just sent me a text. Internet is down in the neighborhood, but he can Skype on his phone. All right. <laughs> tell, him, tell him to fix his internet, and we might call him back. Moving right along. It, it's not his fault, though. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Let's get into outdoor trips. So a few of us have taken some outdoor trips in the last four weeks. I, I see a really interesting trip, the POD pneumonia trip. Yeah, so I, I can speak for POD <laughs> while she's busy. She POD just took a trip down bacterial pneumonia lane. <laughs> and um, it is true. She was I diagnosed know. with bacterial pneumonia, what, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was weeks, a, two, yeah. a one lung infection, correct? That's correct. I was lucky, actually, because uh, I went in and I caught it early because otherwise it would have gone into the other lung. And really, I just, I felt a little silly going to the doctor because I thought I just had a chest cold, but I was not able to lay down. I had to sit up all night for three nights. That's oh. a sign. And um, I was like, I just need to sleep. So I was hoping to go in and get some narcotics or something, you know, something to knock me out. And then I could sleep and then I thought my body will heal. But then 
once he started listening to my lungs, he was like, mm, no, that's, yeah, you've got a real problem here. <laughs> that's <laughs> always what you want your doctor to tell he's you. He's like, you got a huge, a huge. You're going to die. Let's take him back and shoot you. No, he's right. like, you got a huge mass of fluid in your lungs. So we need to take care of that. But he gave you like a, a Z pack or yeah, he what gave was me it? some strong antibiotics. I don't know what for it was fi- called. And it was a five day deal. Five and at days. the end of five days, you were basically. I felt I mean, much better. Most pneumonia. I was able to lay down after five days, which was nice. Wow. I mean, doesn't pneumonia put people down for like a month? Well, I think it it depended on how far it progresses before you okay. start treating it. Okay. Well, anyway, she's recovered. People, she's healthy. She's back on the show. That's right. Great. My quick uh, little trip. <laughs> I did. Um, I did two hikes on the Appalachian Trail this past wow, month. That's, oh. that's nice. And, and one was 15 minutes, and the other one was 15 minutes. One hey, five minutes. <laughs> so when I w- met up with Box Holiday at the Nantahala River, I, I was running early, as I like to do. And um, I took off, uh, hiked 15 minutes northbound out of NOC and 15 minutes back. And then we recorded the show. And then after the show was done... I hiked 50 minutes southbound to the Rufus Morgan shelter, <laughs> and he wasn't there. Rufus wasn't there, but um, I, I immediately turned around, and I got dumped on, pouring rain as it likes to do in the late afternoon around the Nantahala River. But anyway, I got in um, nice fall colors, nice little you know hike on, on the AT, and that's my only trip worth mentioning. Mr. Mags, I know you've done 20, but let's, uh, let's keep it to like you know One. a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do the highlights. Okay, very good. Went from uh, Wild Basin over Gr- Boulder Grand Pass to Grand Lake. Okay. And and then we came back on the CDT, essentially. Oh, nice. th- was that the hike with uh, our good friend uh, Kevin? Yeah, uh, Ke- Terry. Terry, yeah, one yeah. of our listeners, and Garlic, another fellow uh, hiker not too far from him. He'll be coming tonight, from what I understand. Yeah, yes. P- POD and I tried desperately to get some uh, trail information from Kevin about that hike, and he just... Didn't give us any, so we oh. went and did a hike in the Indian Peaks. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. But beautiful fall color. Yeah. 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 It was great. Speaking of which, um, POD, Garlic, and I, we did what I call the Aspen Hunt in Golden Gate Canyon State Park. That's when I was sick. Yeah. That was the beginning of my pneumonia. <laughs> it's all my fault. I wow. took her on a hike. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I told Mags I wasn't feeling well, but I was like, I'm going to go anyway. But by the time we finished, I felt like I was going to die. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have guessed, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Bootleg bottom was really nice, all the aspens. Oh, very good. And uh, Swami and I attempted a uh, sub-24 hour overnight hike, and I'll, I'll let him give the details of that since I think I traumatized the poor guy. <laughs> Whoa, what yeah, happened? Yeah, look, I mean, Mags have been talking up this Mount Evans wilderness for, well, the last two years, really. You're saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me, oh, Swami, I've got this, this lollipop brownie, described it as uh, in the Mount Evans wilderness, and he said, oh, you know, planned it all out. Because we had a start, meet. Yeah, planned it all out from start to finish. Yeah, we'll be able to finish by 8 o'clock the next morning. We'll make it in time for this CDTC event at, uh, I think it was 8 or 9 p- uh, a.m. at Herman Galtz the next day. Yeah. And so we start off, and it beats a big snow the night before, and start off, and uh, we see some hunters were all decked out in blazed orange. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we get about four hours into it, <laughs> and we see uh, just a few blowdowns. And, you know, no worries. Mags gives a thumbs up and uh, we just, you know, duck under and up and over and keep going. There's more blowdowns. And I'm saying, Mags, are you sure you really researched this route, mate? <laughs> he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be finished, you know, just a couple of hundred yards more. Anyway, we keep going. Another hour, hour and a half, just more blowdowns. Then we reach this point and we're looking out 
And I kid you not, as far as you could see, <laughs> it was just like this ocean of blowdowns. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, really? You know, even bags are sort of going, oh. Jesus, bags. There, there were, I didn't know this. There was a, I researched it after. It was a microburst. <laughs> oh. And here's the funny thing. Researched it's, it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. It's not at the kiosk. It's not on the fire service site. What, what route is this that you guys did? Not to Mount Rosalie, but not too far. The ridge along it, coming from the Echo Lake area. Oh, really? A major trailhead. You know, Bear Track Lake. So you went out on a trail and then discovered that there had been a weather event, huh? Some two years before, actually. That happens every now and then. (laughs) Well, too, but here's the thing. Whoa, hey, it's getting warm in here. It wasn't on the forest service site. Yeah. No, did, where no, did you it. find information about happen. this microburst? Uh, third party, all trails. It was like 10th ah. Google result uh-huh. down huh. on a wow. forum. And it happened in 2012. And they cleared it halfway up. <laughs> it's probably still not cleared. No kidding. So, what'd you do? Uh, we finished and go drink beer. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It actually so, worked out all right. We did a little side trip towards the Lincoln Lake. Which I've then, never uh, been to because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a side trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was quite nice. So yeah. the moral of the story is don't pay attention to the kiosk. Don't pay attention to the U.S. Forest Service site. Look for a third-party website. It has nothing to do with the official government <laughs> agencies, okay. and you will find trail information. And, and can I just add one more? Look, if you're going on a hike with Mags, <laughs> definitely do your own research before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mags. Wow, man. You know, that's, no, no that's tough. Uh, <laughs> There's some nice views. No, no, it, was, it actually turned out to be a great day. We ended up at this place called Tommy Knockers in uh, Idaho Springs. Oh yeah, it's a pretty cool little brewery there. And uh, yeah, yeah, I tend nice. to know the breweries in the area. Yeah, it was, it was a strange coincidence. It was just like 15 minutes down from the trailhead. <laughs> nice, so, yeah. Delo. Have you done any trips this past month? So I have to confess, um, guys, I haven't done any trips, what? and I'm um, what I'm, I'm back on the wheelbarrow. <laughs> oh, oh, here fall. we go. I'm back on the wheelbarrow. Here we go. It, well, it's fall. I did some hikes this summer, you know. We did some hikes with a kid on my back, you know, carrying 40 pounds of child and stuff. And I'm back in the wheelbarrow, guys. I, I've been moving stones around my yard. I've been digging. Um, oh, man. I got, I got dump trucks coming to my house. It's tough. I'm actually building a, um, a stone circle for primitive cultures to worship. Okay. Yeah. So, right. Also known as also known as a natural child play area. <laughs> that, All right, that's great. Dilo, man. Hopefully, you have a better month next month. Well, we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll let you know how my uh, my natural child play area comes along. You know, nice. I have to say, November's a tough month though in Colorado. Shoulder season, man. But it's beyond shoulder season. It's true. It's cold. It's gray. Even the foothills aren't very nice. You can get kind of muddy and sloppy. Great time of the year to do some landscaping projects <laughs> around your or house. Or you go to Utah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. It, it is a good time of the year That's to right. roll. And uh, you could you could probably start planning your ski trips with uh, disco and POD. Oh, absolutely. Later in the year. Oh man. Right, yeah. Oh jeez. Shut Come December, down. it's going to be ski season. Oh, Shut the show yeah. down. I got to get my sound effects ready for ski season. Little ski touring. Hey, get my telly skis out. Hey, great. Hey, Swami, real quickly, you mentioned you did a, a hike on Herman Gulch. Area. No, no. <laughs> we, uh, oh, you didn't go? No, well, we, we, we went we back especially out. for it, but um, the, the weather really came in that night. We're up at oh. our world headquarters, our CDTC world headquarters in Pine. Okay, and, very uh, good. Watching the weather and uh, anyway, it ended up It just really, dumped on yeah, Loveland yeah. Pass. Wow. Hmm. And we were more concerned, not so much about the snow, which would have been fun, but the driving conditions. Mm. I-70 during yeah, a snowstorm. forget about it. So that hike got canceled. We went to um, Jagged Edge Brewery for a CDTC event and drank more beer. So there you go. 
Yeah, oh my gosh. A common theme for the weekend. <laughs> yes, good. All right. I tell you what, let's go to break. When we come back, I'm going to debut a new segment that I'm calling Tech Corner. Gang, it's Connor Shreve from the Brewski Reviewski podcast, and I don't listen to the Trail Show. And that was Connor. Uh, thanks, Connor. We appreciate that that great promo for us. Hey, it's a new segment I'm debuting this month, and it's called Tech Corner with Disco. Anybody remember that sound, yes. Mags? Does yeah. that sound familiar? Yeah, it's a dial-up it, modem. That sound always takes me back to Mexico. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that right? Yep. Swami, is that still how Mexico no, rolls? I'm sure it's not. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that is a horrendous sound. Okay. Hey, can I just ask you a question? Why is Disco doing Tech Corner if we've got a website developer <laughs> and a uh, and IT, IT guy? guy? Yeah, That's I mean, a good question. Yeah, um, Mags? I was going to say, I've been online since 1986. Jeez. Isn't that cool? And I used the dial-up modem. 1986? Yes, I used oh BBSs back in where... Did they even have computers? I used to use BBSs, <laughs> and this is where the sound brings me back. I had a Vic modem. Oh, God. Uh, we, we we've talked about Vic this before, again. the Vic modem. We've talked about this on a previous And I would mainly show. dial it, and you mainly dial the phone, and you plug it in, and you go online and discuss a bunch of other 12-year-old geeks, and maybe some older geeks who look kind of creepy looking back on it. But uh, Hey, Audible, what do you say real quick? The person that can tell us what show you talked about the Vic Modem on gets the Gossamer Gear Ruckus back. Ooh. Ooh. There it is. There it is. Okay, you got to give a show number and the minute... That Mag, the minute during the show, Mags talked about say the Vic Modem on. Say that one more time. Clarify. Okay. Oh, they will. Clarify <laughs> okay. what the contest okay. is. Okay, so we're giving away a Gossamer Gear Ruckus Day Pack, which we talked about last month. Gossamer Gear has graciously and generously... You named it. I did. I named the Day Pack what? the Ruckus. The Ruckus. <laughs> so Gossamer Gear is going to drop ship the pack to the winner of our contest and the cont max u.s only u.s only you have to be you have to have a u.s shipping address or so, one of those sorry swami things. sorry swami yeah maybe An next IPO? time what are those called a up apo fpo u.s yeah. shipping address and the the contest is tell us what show number and what minute during that show that Mags referenced the Vic modem? And you're going to have to go back in the vault, man. This yeah, is this is some trail show historical. I mean, this this show was what over a year ago. I'd I say. don't know, but it's definitely a point in the show where most people are probably tuning out. So. Okay, and it, the way this will go down, the first person to post the answer on our Facebook page wins, and we'll That's actually correct. put up a formal post about the contest. Post the answer under the contest post, and you may win a Gossamer Gear Ruckus day pack. Bonus points if you even know what a Vic modem is. And now, <laughs> and now back to Disco's Tech Corner. Okay, okay Tech Corner. Okay, Let's get it so, going. somebody in this room, sell me on Instagram. 
I don't get it. Oh God! Please don't. We Let's have no, on. no, no. Wait, we have an this, Instagram account. Why is this your tech corner? Because we have a okay. Instagram. I thought you were going to give a tech dot com slash yeah, the too. trail show. I, Max. It's, I have it's very simple. Mags, doesn't it? I have very simple way of selling it. Our listeners want it, and it's a way of communicating with our listeners. Okay, but here's the thing. If I want to take a picture of something and post it, which is what Instagram allows you to do, yes, I have two apps at my disposal that have been around a lot longer. One's called Twitter. One's called Facebook. Why do I need Instagram to do what those two apps already do? Facebook actually owns Instagram, by the way. Well, <laughs> even even more reason not to... I, somebody explained to me why the kids love Instagram. Hold on a I second. don't get it. Before we do that... I are, don't get it. Are we on Pinterest? We're, we are not, <laughs> we and are. we will never be, man. And we're also on Etsy. We're not on Etsy. We're not on Pinterest. We've got, we've got trail show merchandise for sale on Etsy. Somebody check out our me. check out our trail show account. It's Seriously, trailshow.etsy.com. We have some handmade bear cozies on Etsy. Full stop. Trail show. Full stop. Etsy. We oh, I would love some handmade bear cozies on Etsy. And we can have like some like P-O-D little boiled knit sweaters. And I and have been knitting beer cozies uh, for the right. past two months, Etsy? and they're now for sale on Etsy. So, All right. So seriously. Instagram, why? What does oh, it do dude. for me that not, that everything else doesn't do? I don't think anyone in this room is going to sell you dude, on Dude, this segment so. has failed. Can we move yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I, I think it's popular because you can share photos easily. It's strictly for photos. I you got, have some cheesy looking filters. I got that one people word. Love. That's it. Filters. Instagram has filters. Done. Move on. What's so, so basically it takes a perfectly good picture and ruins it. Dude, I just told you. Filters... Yeah. We're moving on. Filters, post it to okay. the world. You can see your cheeseburger and french fries. All your friends can see it. It's hey, great. Hey, do you want me to start selling trail show franchises again? <laughs> I don't. Then we're moving on. But I, w- I want us to delete our Instagram account. I'm going on record wow. to saying no, that right because, now. No, because in fairness, the listeners have asked for We get quite a bit of publicity on it. People, okay. People like it. Then I'm going to end this tech corner a with the request. With the request. <laughs> the, 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 the listeners that love Instagram, I want you to email me directly at just go at thetrailshow.com oh, and sell me on it. Seriously, sell me on it. Explain Instagram to me. I don't, I don't understand why. It... Dude, you're not even 40. You sound worse than like someone's grandfather. <laughs> hey, man, I'm all in, I'm all My in on Twitter. My days with dial-up email. <laughs> I'm all in on Twitter. I love it. But Instagram is junk. And next month, we'll have a segment that will be incredibly boring called Disco's Instagram Tips. <laughs> that has nothing to do with hiking. That really just is some filler because, you know, we want to stretch this out to two and a half or three hours if possible. <laughs> hey, speaking of tips. <laughs> it's time for a little trail tip of the month. And I'm actually going to throw it over to Swami because Swami has a great trip on nutrition. Swami. Tip. Take it away. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's an original, but... Uh, uh, that's okay. Uh, none of us drops original, so, you know, fit right <laughs> I mean, you heard all that junk food that we, we let roll at the beginning of the show. We had Snickers bars and gummies bears. You got something that might be a little bit better for your trail diet, right? Well, yeah, uh, I think, uh, you know, you can pick up 10-pound uh, bags of dehydrated beans and... Uh, Pinto beans? Uh, well, black yeah, beans? Red beans, black beans, yes. Okay. And uh, well, I haven't bought them the last year or so, but... Uh, just be sometimes you'll be able to pick them up for about $35, $40 on Amazon and uh, from like Fantastic Foods and Taste Adventure. Okay. So it works out to about a dollar a meal. Then you throw in a, a packet of ramen without a little MSG sort of packet yeah. and uh, mm. throw in some Fritos as well and put it in. Uh, I always use one of those uh, Gatorade powder containers. And, oh, and let it sit that's for, what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. It's got to have the screw top lid, not a flip sort of lid. Yeah. And, uh, 
And yeah, you let them soak for about twenty minutes. So and you put the Fritos in there and soak. With? Oh no, no! One, oh, you put okay. the Fritos in after, so they're still crunchy when you okay. eat them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good so it's tip. Like, it's yeah. like Mexican tortilla soup. There you go. <laughs> kind uh, of. As he is. <laughs> in a Gatorade bottle. No, it's not yeah. in a bottle. It's yeah. in a Gatorade. I mean the container. Yeah, yeah you sorry. just have to remember to get all the Gatorade powder out first. <laughs> that's key. But what if a it's, bit of a wash. What if it's lime Gatorade? Won't they go well with the beans? Well, oh, yeah. That's a good call. You can leave a little mm, in the bottom yeah. next. Yeah. Sure. I'd have to say bad idea. I'm a gourmet. I know how to do yeah, this. A gourmet. gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Are we still heading to Costco after this show is finished? <laughs> it's, you'll see at the end of the show. Okay, cool. So, Swami. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you combine a, a bean with a corn, you've that got a complete, a complete protein. protein. That's correct. Correct? Yeah. I mean, and then if you throw in the Fritos and the ramen, you've got the fat well, that, that you need as well. And, uh, well, the Fritos, Fritos are, are the, the corn. corn. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, sorry. There you go. Yeah. And the ramen just kind of bulks it up, or what's well, that, the carbs? Or yeah, the fat, I guess. And the, okay. The, um, ramen yeah, noodles have good. fat in them? Yeah, sure. Just a little fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fried really? ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this was your this was your go to trail dinner, or is that <laughs> and, correct? And and it can also be part of your sleeping system because it keeps you warm at night, right? <laughs> All that <laughs> methane <laughs> to go through your gourmet food. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we we threw in way too many. But but seriously, that was your go to dinner, right? It was. It was. I had. Uh, 120 pounds of uh, beans over the course of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> over the course of 18 months. Oh Did you? And wait. I only cooked. I think I, I only cooked for about a month of the 18. I want to so. ask you a question about that because we do a lot of at this household. We do a lot of of like make something on Sunday and then kind of eat it all week. Yes. And and you know, Disco doesn't ever complain when I do it. I do it all the time. Okay. I just make something. I go, there you go. It's in the fridge. Okay. But uh, I'm stoked. Sometimes when I make things with beans, yes. there's a lot of gas. And he's always like, it's because of the beans. It's because of that. And so my question to you is, yes. did your system eventually adjust to where you felt there was less flatulence than, say, you know, at pound number 10 as opposed to point, pound number 50 of the dried yeah, beans? That's an interesting question, Felicia. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Felicia? <laughs> I think... <laughs> Part of my secret is actually the fact that I've lived in Mexico for right. so many of years. Course. Yeah. So of I guess I've, I've developed this tolerance. And uh, so it's, it's actually very rare that I uh, break wind at all. During, really? During the yeah. It's a, yeah wow. Wow. I mean, I feel like no matter what we eat in this household, there's a lot of music. But specifically with the beans, it's... Uh, yeah, no, and I, I've no. thought about doing this experiment. Well, let's just eat beans every day for two months and see if it goes away. But, you know? I mean, surely your genetics, I mean, coming from, from yeah, Mexican you would ancestry, think that. you'd think that. Yeah. You would think that. But I'm also half hillbilly, okay? So ah, there's, there's some dilution. The, uh, I didn't know about the... There's uh, some dilution the in the gene yeah. pool. And I cannot eat spicy food. He's joking. Really? You're from Mexico oh, and you can't I'm not spicy from food. Mexico. I'm from Michigan, yo. <laughs> I'm not from Mexico. <laughs> Via Jalisco, no? Yes. That's my grandparents, though. Okay. You told Swami a lie. You led him on to believe that you were from no. Mexico. I was pretty sure. Yeah. No. Come on, I mean, I POD. Why? Was there as Why? A, as a no, no, no. Let, Max has a little... As <laughs> usual, someone misinterpreted my words. You know, I just realized I think she something. was speaking Spanglish at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so we were a little disappointed we can't get squashed, Skyped in, but who needs to? We're just got some flatulence. That's right. Yeah, we there covered we it. Go. And those that are drinking at home with the trail show drinking game, go ahead and hoist your pint. And, and I think right. Squatch, I think he's busy planning his trip to Iceland later this year. Yeah. 
It's true. Wow. Yeah. Iceland? Iceland. Yeah. yeah. Well, Squatch actually, there's another Iceland. bit of breaking news for your show. Him. I'm oh. going with him. Yeah. But apparently, <laughs> apparently Swami <laughs> has some more breaking news. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're, like the, you're like the TMZ of the trail world. Well, uh, I mean, I'm a bit older, so I guess the Walter Cronkite, I guess you could say. Well, <laughs> actually, someone, who was it here that compared me to Tom Brokaw just yeah. earlier in the show? That, that, was, <laughs> that was before the, you know, the, the, the tooth extraction. Ah, yeah. Okay, but less gray hair as well. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yes, now, uh, breaking news, I think Scott Harriet is actually going to Iceland later this year. Is he going to interview, like, you know, seals and stuff? I, mean. uh, I think there's <laughs> going to be a couple of seals, a couple of people who get dressed up as Vikings. I'm going. Um, uh, P.O.D.'s going with him. I think she's going to dress up as a Viking queen. Put or on a, a blo- seal. Put on a, blonde, well, a, seal. a seal, but put on a blonde wig. You've got the height. And uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> they're actually going to make a new film about it. Yeah. I like it. Striking wow. Vikings, it's going to be called. Look out for it in 2016. He's oh, been wow. on a long boat and raid. Oh, this would be great. I think we'll, P- P.O.D.'s going to do most of the raiding. Okay. Squat will, yes. Squatch will uh, yeah, do most of the filming. I-, I can picture P.O.D. with a sword and a shield. Yeah. And just, I can picture yeah. me with that, too. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Zena. And Zena I, Warrior I happen to own a very Berserk beautiful Warriors? blonde wig, Ooh, nice. actually. Okay. We'll call you the shield maiden of Wheat Ridge. Yeah. That's right. Yes. <laughs> All right. P.O.D., okay. the Warrior Princess. There was a trail tip of the month in there somewhere, I swear. Yes, there was. <laughs> <laughs> was it before or after Iceland? <laughs> I, I don't remember. It involved swords and flatulence. So I don't know. Okay. Wow. That music means only one thing, people. What does it mean? It's time for mailbag. Oh, that's me. Okay. Well, look at that. Did I catch you off guard, Max? A little bit. Very good. That's how I like to do. I All like right. to. I like to put people on the spot, you know. So we have the mailbag. Now, I see there's an audio clip from the Ape Team, and we have a letter. Should I read the letter first? Please, let's read the letter first, and then I'll uh, go to the audio clip. All right. So this is from an email. The subject is Rice Ug Roni from Megan Dixon. What up, trail show? We finished our through hike of the PCT, and due to wildfires, officially finished at Costella. Flowers. Flowers, fires, whatever. Uh, (laughs) It's all the same, right, Max? Since <laughs> since we were in the area, we figured that we need to check up out on the Rice Agroni catastrophe for ourselves. We had a blast listening and talking trail show on trail. Kudos to the Ape Team because the Ape Team. Not only did they not only did they send us an audio clip, but they it was edited. Yeah, this is an incredible. This audio. is edited audio, yourselves. man. Wow. Get ready, the Rice Agroni clip from the Ape Team. Hello, Trail Show. This is the Ape Team here. I'm almost awesome. And possum. Yeah. And we just finished our PCT through hike. We uh, finished in Canada a couple weeks ago, but we came back to get uh, 170 miles that we missed uh, due to fire closures. And that's right, we finished in Castella. Castle Crag. What a great so we're place here to at the market. We decided no better way to top off our through hike experience than being TTS investigative reporters here on the scene to investigate mealworms in the Riceroni. So let's go see what we find out. Okay, we're going in. <laughs> let's see, where would I keep the Riceroni? Hmm. Here we go. So you got a box of mac and cheese. Listen to that music. Hold on. The last box. And there is definitely a fine layer of dust yeah. on top. <laughs> I would say the box that is sounds about right. Faded. 
Five from 2001. Let's give it a shot. Okay. We are outside the door. We have purchased said rice chicken flavor. And we're sitting at the bench in the shade. We're now time to do our investigative skills to the best of our ability. Which is simply opening box and pouring out. Okay. <laughs> All right. The flavor packet's out. Flavor packet's out. rice being poured. I see rice and I see roni. <laughs> I see rice. I see rice. Uh, nothing moving to begin with. I think. Come on, this guy. <laughs> Listen Folks, to that it's track. clear. What? No grub worms in the rice in 2014. Oh, grub worms or mealworms. I'm sorry. <laughs> grub worms that would be really horrible. Bad. <laughs> no mealworms in the rice Folks, you've heard it here first. The rice at Costella Market is clear. It's safe to say. It's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> Ape team out. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Apparently, the rice they have new boxes now at the... Uh, Swami, the backstory on that is that okay. when I it's hiked... the backstory. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> always the backstory. When I hiked the PCT in 04, I purchased a box of rice from that store in Costella, uh, and it had live mealworms in it. And the same thing happened to Mr. Dilo. Except I had to eat them. Yep. And the same thing happened to our our good friend Trauma. All from the same store. So all the same, all eating the same product. All eating the same product, all finding live mealworms. And the product was covered in a fine sheet of dust. (laughs) Do you you think the owners of that store in Costello have actually been listening to the trial? Absolutely not. Not a chance. Not a chance. No. No. But the major thing is what a wonderful place to finish PCT. Costello, you're looking at Rice-A-Roni. The beer selection in Costello is phenomenal. They have so many uh, beers and you can buy them all by the bottle. It's a great place to finish. To go with your Rice-A-Roni. There is a good beer selection there, but uh, Costello is a... Finishing your PCT through hike. I felt like I was going to die in Castello. I'm going to have to say, not a good place. There you go. Another another uh, proof that I am not fully Mexican. I cannot handle heat. Ooh. Seriously? Don't even. <laughs> oof. But, uh, I mean, there are parts of Mexico that aren't hot, too, so. So there you have it. More Mexican than All you. right. So we have a quick, <laughs> a quick little it's thing. It's the Mexican standoff there on the go. trail show. <laughs> we have a little thing from David Longley via Facebook. He says, you guys are the best. Thank you. You made my day. That's, I like that. He He's sent us the, uh, the, the White Blaze Honey Cream Ale from Abingdon, w- Abingdon, Virginia. Just up the road from Damascus. So thank you, David. Nice words. Great beer. Larry Boy. Okay, so Larry Boy, our good friend, uh, you may remember from a previous show. Larry Boy. Larry Boy. <laughs> he, um, he writes in. He sent me a, an email directly. He says, by the way, love the clips from Homework on show 28. You could probably make a regular segment out of it, with listeners writing in with their favorite trail stories. Plus, unlike Squatch, these contributors actually listen to the show. It's true. Anyways, keep up the good work. That was from... Larry Boy! Larry Boy. I have another quick one via Twitter from Nash Rambler. He was oh, the, first, the Nash Rambler. He's the first person to send us beer. That's right. He started a great trend. We thank you. He, he was the first person to actually have a friend bring us beer. Correct. That's right. That's yep. right. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Wish I could join you on the Boulder Brew Hike. 
Although the longest known pub crawl may be North Carolina's Mountain Sea Trail. <laughs> so I'm very intrigued by that, Nash Rambler. I am too. Perhaps we'll have you on if you've done the Mountain the Sea Trail. Well, that's on our radar. It's yeah. a possible future trail yeah. of the month. We could do some East Coast trails now and then. Well, Nash, if you're out in Colorado, let us know and maybe we'll have you on. Swami, have, have you walked it? No, no, I haven't. I remember passing by like a, a trailhead for it, but how long is the Mountain to Sea Trail? I no think idea. it's close to 900 miles. Are you serious? 900 yeah. miles. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. That's a long pub crawl. <laughs> it's a very long pub crawl. How many pubs do you go by on it, Max? I, I don't know. You know, no, I mean, that's the sort of stuff you should be researching. <laughs> yeah, Max, please. Can I get a you know a grant to be an embedded reporter for uh, group pubs along? We'll, we'll put you on the pay on the payroll for the trail show, the slush the tra- fund. Okay, yeah, yeah, it sounds great. So this one is actually goes back to something Delo said. It's from yes. Ar- Larry Olden Slow via our website, which is at trailshow.com. The song that D-Lo, D-Lo, I'll have you know. You got it correct. spelling, yeah. Was butchering was Let's Go to the Hop by Danny and the Juniors. It was a hit when I was in seventh grade, circa 1957. To save you the labor of doing the math, I'm now 68 and hiked 240 miles on the CDT this year. Oh, rock on. Crazy Cook to Lordsburg and up to Gila, river north of Silver City, Snow Lake. Then later the summer from South Pass to Elkhart Park. Plan on getting back to the trail in New Mexico next spring, and back to the North Winds later in uh, North Winds later in the summer. Hmm. Love your show, old and slow. That's very nice. Oh, very cool, Dilo. Yeah. Apparently, you butchered a song. I didn't yeah. think it was that bad. I didn't either. But yeah. I'm just I'm just reading. But he did get D hyphen low yeah. correct, so. and he also set us straight as to where that song originated That's and right. in what time frame. All right, and I think Pewdie has a yes. Kelly B uh, emailed me directly. She has some questions for our Red Tent show. Kelly B. That's right. I finished the PNT, the Pacific Northwest Trail, on October 4th. It was chilly going through the Pasayan Wilderness, snowed a couple of nights, and one whole day. It didn't stick enough to make navigation any tougher, though. I'm grateful for the effort you all put into making the trail show. I've learned about many trails that I would not have otherwise. I suffered a great deal on the PNT, and yes, I long to be back out on trail, suffering again, and continuing to embrace the brutality, eating out of gas stations, Great news that I'm now eligible to hike the uh, Ice Age Trail. Okay. And realizing that warm will always win out over clean when those are the two options. Oh, I like Very that. Nice. Very nice. That's almost some poetry right yep. there. I like that. Mm-hmm. Poetic. Kelly B. Kelly, Kelly B. B. And, of course, we have our donations. Now, our, wait. Are we doing one-offs? Donors. Or we... <laughs> you said donators last, week, last month. You're starting to get the wrong words from disco. Donors. Hey, hey now. I don't say that. Yes. You know, we're affecting English. each other because you're picking up my little bit of my Rhode Island accent. <laughs> I'm getting the bad. Forget about it. I'm getting a little bit of Southernisms. Oh, dear. So I want to start speaking Southern with a New England accent pretty soon. You're gonna, you know what? You combine a Rhode God. Islander with a, with a South Carolinian and you get a Marylander. I'm okay. going to get some beer from Gaffney. There you go, there you there. Go. boy. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, donors. What are we? What are donors. We doing? Yeah, donors. People please. who made donations. There we go. Okay. Every month we got Diane Pinkers. Diane Thank you. Pinkers. Tim Harrell. Yes. The Bobby Walters. The Bobby Walters. Yep. Elizabeth Giganti. Giganti. Matt Murray. Bernard Wolf. Bernie Wolf, baby. Right. He's coming over tonight. Bumby. Russ Kinder. Craig Gully and Justin Quality Knowles. Yeah. Justin's on the payroll. Man, we got all kinds of monthly donors. Oh, now. Justin's not on, the payroll. He's not on the payroll. No. Homework's on the payroll. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, we got our one-offs. 
Does that mean anything in Australian? One-off? Is that any connotation? Uh, not that I can actually okay. uh, contribute to the show. No. <laughs> we got Kevin DeVries. Yeah, that's Larry Boy. Larry Boy! Kelly Ballantine. That's Kelly B that wrote in about the PNT. Excellent. Excellent. Can we get a Kelly B disco real quick? <laughs> Kelly B! And Randy Welch. Randy. Randall Welch. Big ups. Yep. And our beer sponsor, Buddy Sesums. Buddy yeah, Sesums. Buddy Sesums. I tell you what, he hooked us up. And yeah. by the way, the White Cracker Belgian White Ale, mm, which um, D'Lo and I are Ooh. drinking right now, this is so far the best beer I've had yeah, today. Yeah, I have this some White Cracker, too. <laughs> phenomenal. I love, Please. I love me some White Cracker, give, if you have Give Swami noticed. a taste Easy. of that, too. He's got this some. Is, He's got, got some. some. Okay, very good. Okay, the, did you say the first Ooh. beer you've had today, Disco? The best beer I've the had best today. The best beer you've had today. I've had <laughs> <laughs> definitely not my first. but uh, That's really good. Yeah, it's quite tasty. Okay, so what do we have now? Media Mag. So we're discussing Race to the South Pole, the Terra Nova Expedition, the tragedy at the South Pole. Let's give our listeners a quick video clip, 30-second video. Okay. All right, let's watch. Let's go to the clip. <laughs> oh, wow. That's oh, wait great. a minute. We're at, we're, this is a podcast. This is not <laughs> a video. Uh, All right. Sorry. So r- super quick, it's about what happened with Scott and I always butcher the other guy's last name, Edmondson, who went to the South Pole. And, of course, you know, Edmondson did it very well. He got to the South Pole and made it back. And Scott got to the South Pole and realized his rival was already there. He yeah. turned around and died tragically. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> That's what happens when you get to the South Pole. Seconds. And you think you're first, but then you see your rival's already put the Norwegian flag on the exactly. South Pole. And he died tragically. He died within 10 miles of this hut. <sighs> That's the thing I didn't understand. Why didn't one of those guys go back, go finish, and go get help? Because well, there was a raging storm. There, well, there wasn't. Remember at the end, they determined the, that end, they determined the weather well, actually was Historically, yeah. No, because there were people from... That's okay, what I'm saying. That, so, was the, that yeah. was the urban legend, if you will. A lot yeah. of controversy, and I, and I will. Yeah, because... So it turns out that the the main guy, the head guy Scott, he his feet were like falling off from uh, frostbite. Another guy had scurvy. Yeah, so they couldn't go. But one of the guys, I think the doctor, he was well enough that he could have skied. And one day, it was eleven miles. He could have skied back to the main hut and gotten help, and then all of them would have made it. I don't understand that. That's why the controversy. So we're going by a scientist think this is what the weather was. No, but it's not just the scientists because there's people that investigated the journals of the remaining team that was in the main hut and they actually went out to look for them, which they said they would not have done had there actually been a raging storm. Let's get the definitive decision on the controversy. Dilo, over to you. I uh, forgot to watch this. Aww. Aww. Well, you know what? I got to say, we... <laughs> Disco and I watched it. <laughs> the Disco was really bored at the beginning and he had to go get his... <laughs> To make it hey, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I thought it was an excellent documentary overall. Now, a, when did this happen? When did this race to the South? 19. <laughs> was it in the beginning last of the year? It just started 2013. Yeah, yeah, last year, D-Lo. Because I watched year. something that was a lot more recent if you're talking about no, something that, that happened in the That was FKT. What, can you answer my question? This was what, 1910, 1912? Just before World War One. And what I found interesting about it, because he did it very scientifically, and in a weird way, it reminded me of a lot of people tied into what we do in the sense of you see a lot of people who are about to do the Appalachian Trail, Pacific Crest, or Continental Divide. They plan out meticulously yeah, what they're going to do because yeah. they read on White Blaze, this is the gear to take. And they've never backpacked in their life, but they have a whole spreadsheet of here's how they're going to do it, here's what they're going to do. 
And then they get out there. It's like, oh, crap. This is nothing yeah. like reality. The, let me tell you, my, the two most disturbing parts of that little film. One, the lady who was doing all the research, her purple jacket frock thing. That was yeah, horrible. that was... And the second thing was they interviewed some guy who did a similar trip yes. more recently. And he had pictures oh. of his frostbitten... Oh. Gangrenous. Gangrenous toes. Gangrenous. They, they looked like little, like... They Nubs. look like little purple tacks. And that's it was a tw- so it was amazing. But imagine doing that with wooden skis, no, I know. wool, canvas, and leather. No, no, I know. Been there, done that, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just amazed. <laughs> and that was just out on the town in Boulder last yeah, Friday. There you go. <laughs> and what I found amazing about this documentary too, they mentioned Shackleton several times. What a change in how we view historic figures. Shackleton, when he did his expedition, he was the great failure. Yeah. And Scott was this great British hero. A hundred years later, Shackleton is this great example of what a, a good leader should be, serving his people on his trip and putting his ego aside. I'm not saying it's correct, but it just shows you how right. what can be laudable a hundred years ago is complete crap now. And the guy who's yeah. a failure and died in obscurity is now this great leadership person. And they're going to say the in same very about... small circles. They'll say the same about Instagram in a hundred years. They'll be like, man, they loved it. Oh, and they God. loved it in 2014, but in 2024... 34, it was a failure. It was an abject failure. Moving D-Lo, on. Over to you. Moving on. So, just like MySpace, man. <laughs> yeah, it, just like MySpace. So I think overall, I think P.O.D. and I enjoyed it. You see me bored of it. All right, let's go around the room. P.O.D., yay or nay on the movie? I give it a yay. Mags, yay or nay? I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. D-Lo. I'm going to watch it and report back next month. <laughs> and Swami. Swami, yay or nay? I'll say yay as well. And I give it a... Just wasn't for me. But, you know... We'll post a link in YouTube. Let the listeners decide. We'll let the listeners decide. Then we'll hire our D.C.-based polling firm to poll them, and then we'll come back next month and do a contest out of it. The trail show I, I don't payroll know. just expands uh, and expands right. and expands. I tell you what. Let's go to break. When we come back, we'll get into Ask a Hiker and Mags' gear review. Ooh. All right. When we get back. Trail show. Less gear, more beer. Hey everyone, we're back and we've been drinking. A little bit. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway. Please. What have we been Please. drinking? We've been drinking beer from two different breweries. Compliments of our good friend Buddy Sesums. Buddy Sesums. And he sent house. us some Buddy beer Sessoms. from Florida, from Florida Beer Company and from Cigar City Brewing in Tampa. Florida beer from and, uh, Cigar? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a whole bunch. It's a variety. He sent us like eight different kinds of beer. My favorite has been the crack, the white cracker. Mine too, white cracker. Yeah. D-Lo? I liked some of the IPAs, actually. Yeah, that first IPA was pretty damn good. The, the Swamp Ape. The Swamp Ape. Swamp that, Swamp was, Ape. that was very good. I've enjoyed everything I've had from this. Oktoberfest is really good, for example. Yeah, that's what we're drinking now, the Oktoberfest. What Swamp about Ape? that porter? That was delicious. Yeah. I started with the, what was that first one called we were drinking? Hotter Than Hells. Hotter Than Hells. That was pretty good. The lager. And uh, now I've got this Belgian white type beer, a bit like Hogarden. Uh, what's this one called, P.O.D.? Oh. 
No, no, I, no, no. He's got sure? the Oktoberfest. He I poured the no. same bottle as me. Oh, oh okay. I've got a mixture yeah. of the two. You do have a mixture of the two, yeah. Okay. Well, so Swami, that's why it's that color. It tastes okay. How does all this beer compare to Foster's? I mean, obviously, it's not the same standard as Foster's. Disco. <laughs> 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 now, now, Snorkel told us that you're a really, really large fan of, of Foster's well, beer. Look, Is that correct? I mean, look, she's a particularly unreliable source, Elizabeth. <laughs> I, I agree, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it just, I mean, would, I wouldn't, literally wouldn't trust a word that comes out of her okay, mouth. But, good, good and, and I have to say, like, I mean, in the spirit of full disclosure, Elizabeth, I mean, she's such a big fan of Fosters. She actually carries one of those Fosters, you know, those... Uh, the beer can stoves. The stoves, exactly. Uh, wow. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, I think I might have a photo of it from a recent hike we did together on the Wonderland Trail. Oh, maybe we can so throw it up on Instagram. I think it would be a good idea. I know Disco, Disco can put that up for us. Okay, uh, very, on the show. <laughs> very good. So yeah. with that, let's... Uh, Let's try to Skype Squatch again. Apparently, um, fifth time's the charm. Apparently, he you know paid some money and he got his phone reconnected. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. He's quite unreliable, like uh, Elizabeth, like you were saying, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, here we go. Skyping Squatch. Ooh. Oh, there he is! There he is, Squatch. It is Pod, Delo, Swami, Mags, and Disco from the Trail Show. How are you, sir? Uh, well, yeah, uh, frustrated that the technological <laughs> bullshit. Oh, now I got now I got to edit, man. Explain it later. Don't let that cut into my time, man. Okay, okay, yeah. So what I should tell folks first is that we actually skyped you on the July show. We had you on for twenty minutes. We lost every single bit of that audio, which is yeah. my fault because I had the settings all screwed up. But now we've got you. You're back. You've completed the Appalachian Trail, rumor has it, and yes. you were with some guy in Vermont who walked into a bar, and I don't no, know. No, no. No? No, actually, well, uh, but similar. I know the story you're talking about. One of the stories on the, uh, the, uh, uh, the show we, had, uh, uh, we thought we recorded uh, was uh, this guy named Mr. Blister, who was a southbounder. He's kind of a trippy 20-something kid hiking with his dad, who was like an older version of him, a couple of Charles Bukowski-loving, hard-drinking dudes. Okay. And... Uh, they were, I asked him, what are, you know, some of the people you had met that are <laughs> your favorites? And he goes, well, this is this guy named John the Baptist. <laughs> and, uh, and I go, why was he like a really religious dude? He goes, no, no. It was that he would like, he walked into this bar in Monson, Maine, and he just walked in. There's like 20 people in the bar. He didn't know. He just walks up and in a, you know, louder than normal vo- voice goes, where's the whores? <laughs> and uh hence john the baptist uh, was born at that point and uh mr blister also uh i think i told you guys about this he had this really weird encounter he seemed like a pretty legitimate kid i think he only hallucinates maybe 25 percent of the time but he uh he was walking in uh, vermont and he hears something behind him, and he sees these little, like, he described them as weasel-like things. And he said there was, like, ten of them. Okay, so even if he's exaggerating a little bit, that, that's probably at least five. And, <laughs> okay. And, and so he's looking, he's, what the heck? And then, oh, they're really cute, and blah, blah, he walks a little further. And then uh, a few of them hop up on a tree, and they're looking at him. And, you know, that seems kind of cute. But then, you know, then he gets back on the trail. Then there's, like, four of them right, like, two feet behind him. And now he starts freaking out, and he just runs and and stopped and looked back, and then they finally scattered. And well, he he looked online, and they were uh, uh, apparently pine martens. Yeah, sure. Which is very rare to, to see to see one is rare, but to see like a group of them hmm. Uh, hmm. was uh, was pretty cool. So, or they could have been fisher kings, but they're also and they're they're, they're and the thing is, those are brutal animals. You know, I mean, they'll they'll like they'll kill chickens just for sport. They won't even <laughs> eat them. 
What? Come no. on, man. That's no, no, it's that's true. an old wives' tale. No, it's not. I talked to uh, I talked to a Pine Martin himself, no. and uh, okay. he, he verified that. Um, were you with Mister Blister when you were talking to that Pine Martin? No, I was by myself oh, with okay. a <laughs> bottle of tequila. <laughs> No, but uh, there was uh, – yeah, you had, did mention I, I, I finally did finish, stumbled through. Uh, I can confirm to anybody who's ever thinking about doing the AT, Maine will kick your ass. Yeah, uh, sure, it, sure. Beautiful but brutal, like many of my former girlfriends. And um, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I, I, one guy I met was really great. This kid was named Ian. He's about a 25-year-old caretaker at the Horn Pond – area there and he just had man he was just going with the stories and he just he, i mean it was like 20 minutes of taping this guy and but one of my favorites is that he's he said this guy who was another caretaker up there you know and part of the job up there if you're a caretaker is you've got to you know you got to empty the air with the oh, compost geez. you got to take it yeah. you got to rake it out over like a oh yeah thing you, you yeah. would think would be used for panning for gold but you're you know i guess getting peanuts Oh, <laughs> watch! Why? Enjoy why, man? Your dessert. I had to and, retrieve. Uh, I had to retrieve a ski glove from one of those things once. Oh my! Okay, my so own. Know. My own. Okay, this is a so, classic Squatch interview. This is great. Yeah, and you had a lot of fecal matter. A lot of <laughs> that's drinking. right. Uh, and only one of which I do quite frequently, and it's not drinking. But anyway, um, <laughs> so he, he he tells this story, and it's hilarious. He's it wasn't him, but. Another guy who worked there was pulling – no, he was shoving the big bin back in you know, where people, people sit and do their business and it drops into this bin, right? Well, yeah. he had to adjust it back in it, but it was still a load in there, the compost and all the – I mean it was like probably you – know, it was filled nearly. And a buddy of his or a coworker came up behind him <laughs> and scared – literally the – just went, ah! And the kid's foot oh, slipped. No. He, had, he had it lodged against a uh, – a stone, and it scared him so much he went face first into oh, the concoction. No, 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 Squatch, he was no. lying to you. That can't be true. No, I'm telling you, but no, that's not the best part of the story. The best part of the story. What? The best part is that he couldn't get his head out for like six seconds because of the suction. His head was. This can't be real, Squatch. This can't be real. He's a great liar if he did because it was very compelling to me. Of course, I'm always looking for stories, but isn't, the, isn't that a scene from Slumdog Millionaire? Squatch, he said he was able to get his mouth closed in time. Yeah, Squatch, wasn't this in Slumdog Millionaire? I think I he, he may Maybe. have poached the story, like, man. He didn't get sick and uh, Come didn't on. have to go to the hospital or anything. But apparently, it was a full head dive immersion. Trial. Yeah, that is so full immersion. awesome. I just remembered another story I told in the last thing that I think you guys enjoyed. And well, I think you're viewing. Go ahead, Squatch. Real say? quick, where where the hell are you right now? Are you in Maine? I'm back in Los Angeles. Oh, you're back in Cali. Yeah, yeah. I finally I drove all the way back. Okay. I and noticed I'm, you didn't stop in Denver. Thanks. Yeah. Lot. What's I, up? I had so many girlfriends to see on the way back. Uh, it was, you know. Uh, uh, okay, but but okay. I thought of you guys. I actually went north of you guys. I went southern uh, Wyoming down through Salt Lake and then down into L.A. via. Vegas. Okay. Now, bef- uh, before yeah. we before we ask you about Iceland, we would like you yeah. to uh, tell us your next story. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I thought this was the one I told on on the on the uh, the uh, the aborted uh, taping before. I decided it was it was one of my favorites this year. This guy named Geared Up who uh, hiked DAT this year, and he uh, told the story when he was on the PCT last year, and him and a buddy were 
right near the border of California and Oregon, in California, getting ready to cross into Oregon. And they're going to bed, getting ready to go to bed. I guess they got their they're, they're, uh, stealth camping near this old road, this old dirt road. So just as they're getting settled in, all of a sudden, I think they estimated about a quarter mile away or eighth of a mile, they heard this god-awful scream, like, you know, something. And okay. the friend of Geared Up is like, what the hell is that? And Geared Up is like, has this little smile on his face. And he's saying, wait a minute, I think I know what that is. He goes, I think those are Bigfoot hunters trying to call it because he had just seen like an episode of finding Bigfoot. He knows they were up there. So, yeah. so of course, naturally geared up answers the, the call <laughs> with like, <laughs> okay. He says, he says within like a minute or two, this truck comes like slowly down the road. They were camped near with a spotlight, like yeah. swinging back yeah. and forth. Yeah. So they hide down in the bushes. They don't see them and they go back <laughs> two minutes later. Another cry emanates from the same area. And, of course, Geared Up, once again, answers that one. Do the cry later, again, please. Later, here comes the truck again with the spotlight. No, 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 do the cry. I need to hear the cry again. <laughs> okay, good. Sounds like a Sasquatch with asthma, but anyway, that's how they <laughs> That's if you step on his foot. Anyway, so a third time they do it, and he re- responds, and then they come back, and then this time they see them with the spotlight, and they just have this look on their face like, sons of bitches <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic man yeah so yeah, they, they they just rolled out at that point and we're like those yeah. bastards yeah that's the trouble with with the, these days i mean you know me and Nick, but i think that there's something to it but now they got all these people doing cries you know you can't separate the researchers from the actual creatures so oh my gosh so <sighs> yeah. squatch will there be a third documentary that's what we need to know oh, before yeah. we ask you about iceland yeah yeah i uh, oh yeah i got about uh, 40 hours of footage more oh. than i thought i would when i had the hernia or, was, or rather, when I was now, recovering now, from the hernia. Now, bring people up to speed because oh, we yeah. lost that too on the last oh, call. You had you you went into surgery, correct? Yeah, I had. Uh, I was I was starting a chunk o trail about a thirty six mile chunk north of Hanover, New Hampshire, and uh, luckily I had only been away from the road where I got dropped off about a half a mile when I got a twang down to the left, kind of ding, and a little bit of nut pain there is kind of now, like, that, now Squatch, yeah, that, that was a different pain than the one you had on the 405 right outside of L.A., yeah, correct? that was actually no pain. I enjoyed crapping my pants in the <laughs> Okay. That's a callback to a, drink, a show Drink from, up, trail show. Long ago, drink man. Up. Long ago. Sorry. Please, please continue. Yeah. So, and it, just, it was kind of weird, though. And I remember I had something kind of similar to that, but, it, you know, you, of the hundreds of different pains you feel while hiking, you just, uh, it doesn't last no big deal. But this one just kept going and going. And so I'm like, what the hell? And I undo my pants. As well, I hey, now. Right above, about an inch above the pube line, there is this bulge. And I'm Ooh. like, what the Visible? hell? Visible? Visible? Oh, yeah, totally. It looked like a tuma. And uh, I didn't know what it was, so, but I, oh. it was time to turn around. So I turn around, and the first guy I run into, I, I asked him if he... Uh, um, was uh, if a he knew anything about Corning? wilderness stuff, and, and I gave him my symptoms, and he said, "Oh, that's not." And he was very specific, and he and he nailed it. He goes, "That's an inguinal hernia." He had had three hernias in his life. Oh, geez. And he encouraged me that you know, you, actually, he says the the technology is so good now, the procedures are good that you probably after you get it, you should be hiking in less than a month. And I was, I was able to hike three and a half weeks later. That's a long. That's some long downtime, though. What did you just yeah. hole up in a hotel room? And <laughs> no, I actually what I did. Um, I actually got a lot of good interviews. I was able to, because you can drive. It's the first day after the surgery. It's painful, but they want you moving about. They just don't want you lifting anything heavier yeah, than sure. like 10 pounds. So, uh, you know, I couldn't, 
that put me out of commission with cutting people's heads off and putting it in the trunk of my car. Let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you're right, POD. I, I got some good footage with uh, I intercepted Lint a few times. Very good. Third AT, and then also Wired, and she was hiking with this uh, girl named Jet Cat, and they were really fun. So I got a lot of stuff in Maine. And Maine, as you guys, I mean, Maine is just maniacs. State. It's awesome state. It's just so great. And the people are great. And hung out with Honey and Bear and uh, stayed at uh, the Great New Hostel or better the White White Mountain Lodge and Hostel down in the Gorham there. Yeah, really okay. Great owners now. Strongly recommend that if you guys are up there. So, uh, yeah, that's what I did. And so uh, uh, it, it worked out for the better. So I th- I'm ha- I, I'm happy with the overall footage. I start logging tomorrow. Sweet. And I hope they have it out February or March. And when do you go to Iceland? That's the contender right now. I, uh, while I was out there, I actually met a friend of Wired, a couple that were really cool. And they started talking about their Iceland trip and their eyes just lit up. And these were like, one was an MIT professor. They're very smart and funny. And then they started talking about Iceland and they became little kids. Oh, you got to go, dude. You got to show them, get the iPhone out, show them the pictures. And so I've been thinking about it before as an option, but these people's opinion like really respected and go, you got to do this. So the, the plan is this, if I decide to do it, is to go across Iceland, kind of basically the, the same route I think Jonathan Lay did. Yeah, sure. Uh, he did it in three weeks, which means it'll take me 12. Um, <laughs> okay. you know, I, I think I could probably do it in five, and I'll be doing, I'm, you know, uh, average speed at best and then doing video. But then coupled with that, I want to, after doing that, then bicycle the circumference of it because there is oh. the road that goes around the outer huh. uh, rim of Iceland. So that could, that should take about a month. So the total thing of a roughly two and a half months. And uh, when I've told this idea to people, they seem to, they seem to like it. And I, uh, I'm excited about it. So uh, we'll see what happens. But first now, editing. Were you inspired by The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Squash? Well, uh, partially. as The film as a whole, I thought, was fairly mediocre. I uh, loved but, it. Uh, I thought it was good. It didn't have enough story. It had beautiful visuals. but And, sure. and the, the best being... Um, in Iceland, like when he's doing the oh, yeah. skateboarding thing. Yeah, that and was really cool. Him and Sean Penn are playing some kind of Tibetan soccer with the locals, whatever that was. It's cool. And, and the other good thing about the types of movies I do and Iceland would be that I like to talk to a lot of people, I have a you know, varied. And it's supposedly the most literate country in the entire world. Most mm. everybody there speaks English because their their native language is like the closest to like Viking actual language. <laughs> sure. See, You've sure. got to like be able to whistle and wheeze at the same time when you <laughs> utter it. You know, oddly <laughs> enough, Delo can do that as is right now. Really, I'm very good. I've practiced a lot of Viking tongues in my day. That's I've heard that. Yeah, he can recite the sagas. It's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the sagas. <laughs> I, there it is. And, uh, yeah. So, um, and you got, and then what about New Zealand for you guys? Uh, yes, maybe. yes. So we did talk briefly maybe. about New Zealand and the Lost Cause. If like Squatch Films is going to pay for my ticket, I might be interested. Yeah, we need to. GoFundMe. GoFundMe.com, right? GoFundMe. Kickstarter. Are you guys going to, you, you guys should definitely do a Kickstarter. Because, dude, look, you've got, <laughs> you've got proven work under your belt. Yeah, but do Disco, we? Disco can't take that kind of time off the summer, but I can. Hey, I'm going to New Zealand. You need to take it off in the winter. Oh, I thought you were talking about Iceland. Oh, no, no, no. I'm out. I'm at Iceland. I'm out. I'm out. Let me tell you. I've already... It's so funny. This is, a. Uh, I think, why I think the idea is good. About five, I had like four or five friends on the trail, no, the people I knew, who were just begging, dude, you need a cameraman, right? You need an assistant. You know, and um, yeah. I do want to actually go with some people because I think sure. being uh, just me on camera... Uh, 
could be uh, really boring yeah. uh, for a long time. Speaking of which, yeah. we got to wrap things up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, just kidding. Asshole. I know. <laughs> I mean, no. she's, she's not kidding. No, I'm, no, no. We do, we do have to wrap things up because we got a, we got a, a time bonus crunch show. Here. We got a bonus show to record. Yeah. But um, and it's all I women. You're not invited. No so, but um, anyway. But thanks for uh, thanks for talking to us today about your plans, and we'll. Uh, yeah, I'll keep. We'll you think about it. I do. Hey, Squatch. Let's yep. let's let's Skype in next month, and uh, we want to hear the uh, formulated plan for Iceland. And uh, let's. We, I'd like yeah. to talk a little bit more about New Zealand to you. Yes, and I really want to encourage you guys, if you're doing that, because you said you're thinking of doing a film, you should yep. totally do a Kickstarter on it. Uh, because mm. you have a film, they know you can make films. Yeah. I, you had that great mentor. Who's the guy who helped you a lot while you're editing? What was his uh, name? His name rhymes with chariot, and his first name rhymes with pot, pot. and his trail name trail rhymes name. with crotch. Crotch. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it does rhyme with scratch. Sorry. Anyway, so, uh, well, thanks for having me on, guys. Charity. Sorry about the internet going out here. No, before that's all right. Tried to take this. That was a no problem, all right. man. We'll, we'll talk next month. Okay. Very good. Bye, Squatch. Thanks, right. Squatch. See you, Squatch. Adios. Bye. Later. Squatchfilm.com. <laughs> <laughs> so he got it in. He got it in, man. So that was Pot Crotch Chariot. That's correct. Yeah. And, all right. And that was Scott Squatch Harriet's Tales from the Trail. Or Pot Crotch. He finished Charity. the AT, folks. <laughs> I know. How about, a, how about a quick round of applause? Right. Dear Trail Show, I'm planning a hike of the PCT next summer, and as a practicing Christian, I'm wondering what <laughs> options I have to worship along the trail. Do the available town guides include information on what houses of worship are available in trail towns along the way? If not, do you think this would be a worthwhile addition to the town guides? There seems to be a large focus on breweries in the town guides, but not so much on religion. By the way, I love the show. Keep it up. Thanks, Dusty Yeti. Amen. Oh, I think most of the trail towns are little. You can just find a church if, yeah. if you happen to be in town on Sunday. So I researched this question ahead of oh. time. <laughs> okay, no, so, so you researched the churches along the way. I you did. You even research around up in Mount Evans Wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Mag. Because I've done that trail before. On, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway. what can I say? All right. Moving okay. on. So there, there's actually a website called churchfinder.com. Oh, <laughs> oh there right. you go. I bet, I bet there's an app affiliated with that There website. probably is. You plug in the town. I pulled up Steamboat just for grins while we were waiting. Okay. And it showed three different houses of worship you can go to. Not Different denominations as well, right? Correct. Yeah. Wow. So Interfaith. Well, not necessarily interfaith, but different denominations. So you yeah. can pick. So yeah. it didn't have the Catholic Church. That's my upbringing. It had, different, it had Lutheran. It had... Um, Presbyterians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Churchfinder.com, pop Sweet. in the city. Now, what happens city. What happens if you are not a Christian? I know this question was from Dustin Yeti. Well, Dustin Yeti, he's a thing. Christian. I think Churchfinder finds yeah. any house of worship. Does it find any house of worship? Because church implies that's, that excludes Muslims and Jews, right? No, no, no. It does not. You know, that's a very good question. I didn't look for I mean, um, I guess temples. in theory, a mosque. You or know, a, temple. a temple. A mosque is not a church, right? But Churchfinder.com implies Christianity. 
You're probably correct, sir. Yeah. But you know, maybe I, there's MossFinder.com. Yeah, maybe yeah. go to Moss. You know, <laughs> being serious, Google's your friend. I think if you're a Christian yeah, denomination, go to churchfinder.com. Church yeah. If you want, I'm sure it's a very similar application for yeah, Moss. Exactly. And probably Buddhist or atheist. Oh, never mind. But in any case. And probably. <laughs> well, no, the other thing is um, Google Maps. You can yeah. use the search nearby feature. Yeah, exactly. So if you're in a trail town and you're looking for a mosque, temple, or a church, Type that in in your search nearby feature, and boom. But probably not going to find a lot of mosques. And south if you're of the willing to, no. if you're FYI. willing to compile that information, I'm sure that you could petition some of the popular guidebook authors, give that information to yeah, them, and, and they, they might include it, it right after the breweries. There's many people of religious bent who go in the woods to find the spirituality, and I'm sure they'd be interested in finding a church in town as well. Now, where can atheists find their um, get their atheist fix? Where Max? Most brew pubs. That's what I. Find. Okay, very good. Oh, okay. And there's also an app for that. It's it's beerfinder.dlow. Um, it's an interesting app. It's, uh, you should check it out immediately. Right, Dilo? Yes, that's correct. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Music. Dear Trail Show, I'd like, to hike, I'd like to hike the AT next summer, but not be a part of the social media scene. Instagram. I want to hike to get away from the constant attachment to technology I feel has become all too common among people. Can I do this? Or is there vital information on an AT through hike that I'll miss if I'm unplugged? What are your experiences with social media on a long distance hike? Do you share do share the good, the bad, and the ugly? Love the show, Needless Night Creeper. Well, wait a minute. What was the trail name? Needless Night, Night Creeper. Creeper. I think you can absolutely do the AT or any trail for that matter without any technology, but. I do think that you have to set out with the expectation that everyone else around you is going to have it, and you have to choose that that's not going to bother you. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I mean, I always say don't go to the trails expecting what what you want it to be. You have to expect it what it is. If you go yeah. to the AT especially. There's going to be all kinds of Especially the shelters. I mean, they're going to get 3G at least in most shelters up and yeah. down the AT. They'll be Facebook, Instagramming, uh, Twittering, et cetera. Yes. I, I think if you really want to get away from it all, you need to hike a less popular trail. Uh-huh. You need to hike a trail that's just not as well, not as well. None of the big three trails, or even yeah. hike them out of season as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good point. But the divide trail, I think, in this day and age, you can still hike the divide trail and probably hike by yourself for four months if you really wanted to. Sure, yeah, you know? okay. it's more difficult, but yeah, absolutely. Swa- I, don't, I don't think it's difficult though. I mean, saying it's more difficult, I, I mean, I, it's harder to get. It, it's becoming more popular, I guess. Yeah, so. but I still think it's probably pretty easy to hike by yourself sure. on the CDT. That's true. Swami, out of your 12 long walks, which one was the least uh, populated? I think because I did a lot of them out of season. Uh, I mean, even the AT, there wasn't that many people on it. I uh, see. And, and that's uh, a good That's a mm, good point. Yeah, I mean, I started... But you also almost died up on, like, Pony <laughs> Ridge or something. Uh, almost, almost. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think if, even if you just sort of... I mean, as P.O.D. said, if you head southbound on the PCT, for example. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like more and more people now are going northbound on the CDT rather than southbound for some reason. Uh, hmm. Just in the I last I didn't know there was two. a direction to the CDT. Well, well when know, we hiked in 06, it, it was, was about 50, half yeah. and half. And I think it has, had been for a long time, but then just the last year or two, yeah. all of a sudden it switched around and now I think... Well, just from what I heard from people who've done it the last year or two, like something like 80% or so are I going northbound. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And, yeah. and, and it makes sense. I mean, think about it. If you're one of the people hiking the CDT is your third trail, which, yeah. let's face it, that's a yeah. reality with the Triple Crown. Yeah. You've hiked the AT northbound. You've hiked the PCT northbound. I know, but... I, I think hmm. just intuitively, yeah. you would think, oh, I should go ahead and hike the CDT northbound. Th- D'Lo, we're I, getting way I, off topic, I, I think we? global warming has played a big role in the... L- 
um, direction of the CDT hikers. I've actually been doing some research on this myself. I think global warming has extended the south, has made the southbound starting date earlier and the northbound finishing date later. Therefore, global warming is playing an increasing role in the amount of northbound CDT hikers. Back to you, POD. I just can't imagine, as someone who lives in Colorado, the thought of hiking... I guess because I didn't know Montana, the thought of hiking through snow in Montana was like, I don't know, whatever. But the thought of hiking in the San Juans with snow in early season, uh, as someone who's been in the San Juans, I just, I can't even, I don't you're, know. You're like, no, I know it's doable, you. but yeah. but I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, D-Lo, yeah. You, do, you do understand, son, that the global warming uh, phenomenon, as your kind calls it, is just a cycle. You see, it it isn't actually something that's been proven. It's just oh, it's just a cycle. If you look back in time, four thousand years, ton, I think you might be onto something there. I do. Now you do, but I, I do believe that the facts the facts are that the hiking season is now one month longer than it was. Wow, in 10, ten years, Squatch might have a chance at through hiking a trail. Yeah, in a continuous <laughs> season. season. So long. All anyway, right, please. You do YouTube's? not absolutely have to do social media. Absolutely not. Is there information you'll miss? No. Probably not. There may be more updated, uh, you know, live information. But especially on the AT. No. Nah. The other trails a little bit, but you can just do the standard guidebooks, and you yeah. you can make a choice make not to. But as POD says, don't get upset if other people are on it, and That's you right. and you're hearing what they're doing online. It's just the facts of. Modern through hiking, Swami. Swami, what do you think? <laughs> oh, look, I, I think uh, I think Yamags did a, an article on this, this subject recently about uh, published online. Uh, published online, you can find it at pmags.com. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. There's a plug. But on, uh, I paid him over a slush fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still haven't got that fifty bucks. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was twenty five. But yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Extortion. Uh, uh, yeah, look, I think you know. Now with all these uh, different apps that are available and, you know, little by little, you know, uh, I don't know, like the skill. Go, go, let it all out. Uh, let it uh, out. Yeah, Swami, man. Be careful. Be <laughs> go crazy. I think, you know, people, I mean, look, 80% of navigation is simply paying attention, you know, correlating what you see in front of you, what you see around you with what you see on the map. And the problem with a lot of these gut hook apps and stuff like that, I mean, they're, they're great. They have their role. But at the same time, if you use it, as your principal means of navigation, then you just don't pay as much attention as much as you, you normally would. And, and just say you, you know, you're on your Facebook or your Instagram, or I mean, if you're doing that and all of a sudden you fall asleep and your and your and your battery dies, then you don't have a, a compass with you or whatever, and you don't have yeah. any paper maps. Then, you know, what do you do if you're in just say the Sierra or the Rockies, you know, and a snowstorm comes in, which it can at any time of year, you don't have maps, or they're just you know on your on your phone. You yeah. die. Exactly. You die. You're in trouble. And it's funny you bring that up. On one well-known triple crowner um, on a private group said, "You know, I'm not a very good navigator. I couldn't have done the trail if it wasn't for these apps." Wow. And that's yeah. a triple crowner who gives yeah. talks, and people say wow. is an expert. So no names, uh, yeah. but no it's need. Just, yeah, it's just I'm not good at navigation. No, you're, I've seen you navigate. You're you're uh, better than they give yourself. Remember, oh, remember that mudslide? We were I remember the mudslide. And yeah. you're the one who picked it up before the three of us. You were the Boom. first one. And I, I, honestly, I think when it comes to navigation, so I mean, 
it's not rocket science. It really does just come down of establishing that habit of paying attention. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And uh, and but if you do it, then all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but with time, it becomes automatic. So you don't even have to think about it. Yeah. But for a triple crown, say I'm I'm terrible at navigation. And I could have done the trails without an app without an iPhone app. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah that's well, to each their own. To each their own, I suppose. Dilo, did we? Do you think we covered that question? I think enough? we did a very good yeah. job, actually. I think we can. Yeah. Okay. Put it to bed. Thanks, Dusty Yeti. And Needless Night Creeper for writing in. Very good. Right. And with that, it's our favorite segment of the, the show. It's Mags's gear review with his... Hold on, Mags. Let's rock out. <laughs> all right, Mags. Oh. We know you like the techno music. Uh, that's Please. right. You know, so, I've, been, I've been waiting for this segment all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Here so, we go. So this was inspired by uh, the hike with Swami. Uh, it's about wow. the wow. best piece of gear, more of a concept, okay. a Costco gear membership. All right. Wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. Come again? <laughs> Costco membership. So that's he, not a piece of gear. Well, l- l- listen to this. So hold on, hold on. Here, Here's what happened. I won this beautiful Montbell <laughs> Thermorap at a raffle. And one of the karma, good guy, he was there with Mark Flagler, and he was egging me on. Oh, this would be a great gift for your wife. You know, she could exchange it for her size and so on and so forth. So my wife, Mrs. Mags, gets this beautiful Montbell Thermorap. But I had my Costco puffy. Yeah, <laughs> sure, and sure. So, and we got talking Costco sales. Great eight hundred filled puffies. They sell smart wool socks now. They sell soft shells. They serve sell long underwear, and they even sell great food for backpacking. So get yourself oh, a Costco. And value for money, Mags. That's, yeah. that's value for thing. money. Value for money, Mags. Value for money. So get yourself a Costco membership. No, no word of a lie. I bought all my food for my Grand Enchantment Trail hike earlier this spring from Costco. There you go. No word of a lie. No word of a lie. No and as a quick, a quick, and I do mean quick side story. And I packed it for him. I had oh, a coworker. Okay, there's a word of a lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll like this. So I had a coworker, his in-laws were in the Netherlands. They came and they want to see Guard of the Gods, Rocky Mountain National Park, etc. The one place they want to go back to to take photos, yeah, Costco. Why? They were just dumbfounded by... That's oh, from a, Germany. They were from the oh, Netherlands. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were just dumbfounded. It's such an American concept. You know, 50-gallon drums of pickles next to oh, yeah. <laughs> the pallets of toilet paper. You just don't see that in Europe. Yeah. So Costco membership people. Trail Gear Review of the Month. Great advice. All right. And this is the part of the show where we end the show. (laughs) All right. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Thanks to all our monthly PayPal donors. Keep those iTunes reviews coming. We had some great ones this month. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, on twitter.com slash thetrailshow, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, Instagram. Cafepress.com slash The Trail Show on Stitcher Radio and, of course, on iTunes. And coming soon will be available on Etsy no, with your no. hand-knit What is no. Etsy? You, you guys have said that three or four we'll times. We'll show you what after the show. We'll show you after the show. <laughs> Sounds like this Polish girl I used to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that could be a whole other That's trail a show. Right show. There. That's a bonus <laughs> show. Okay. Individually, you can find us on Twitter at L-A-W-T-O-N-G. That's me. Mags is at Co. D-Lo is at D-L-O-W. P-O-D. P-O-D is at Felicia Darkness. And Swami is at The Hiking Life. That's correct. Very good. 
You can always f- contact D-Lo at his new, more complicated email address, <laughs> d-lo at thetrailshow.com. And don't worry, listeners. I'll reinstate the old one if you are feeling very frustrated right now. <laughs> and please join us Saturday, October 25th at 1 p.m. to kick off the Boulder Brew Hike at Avery Brewing Company. We'll be back in early November with bonus show number five and later in November with the free show. Until then, for the Princess of Darkness, Mags, D-Lo, and Swami, I'm Disco. Ciao. Thank you, buddy Sessom. Vic Modem. Vic Modem. Oh, Vic Modem. Etsy, 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 Etsy. It's D-Lo. It's D-Lo. It's D-Lo. D-Lo. Instagram. Twittergram book. Twittergram book. Twittergram book. I don't know what that is. It's just nonsense. All right. I want to hear more about Squatch's hernia. That's a show. And he looked at me and he said, uh, you're going to God's country. <laughs> and I said, oh, it's, it's pretty nice, is it? He said, God's country. <laughs>